I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the value pack. And welcome everyone to another episode of the value pack. Our guest today is the striker turned guardian. Also, he has been on the podcast before, but not actually, and we'll get into that in a second. CP, 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 CP. Thank you for joining us today, my good sir. Thank you for having me, guys. Appreciate uh, it. Now, we had you on an episode like two months ago, and then uh, Frosty decided, you know what? This footage is dog shit. This is probably the worst <laughs> guest we've ever had. And Yikes. he just... He just fucking like deleted almost all of it it was actually pretty incredible so um we apologize for wasting your time like that but we have you back on now so we're, we're glad to have you uh back officially again thanks for having me i'm uh sort of excited to get my opinion of striker's state out there yeah. So actually, what actually happened is super relatable for anyone who's, <laughs> <laughs> who's out. Anyone, for anyone like, I ain't gonna, I ain't uh, gonna take this line down. <laughs> no, for for anyone who's ever used Discord, we've all run into this problem. So I actually record with Push to Talk because um, my ADD let doesn't let me do nothing while we record. I have to like grind or be doing something. So my keyboard comes through kind of loud. I'm sure everyone's heard it a million times before. So I use Push to Talk to try to mitigate that a little bit. And OBS had an update. Random update. I wasn't really paying attention. I have it set to run in administration mode, but the update removed that. So we recorded that whole episode, and my voice was just not in it. So there were really, really long pauses, and then people answering questions that were never asked. It was super <laughs> weird. Uh, yeah. I think you should have just posted that. It would have been hilarious for people trying to figure out that. In theory, it does sound funny, but when you listen back, it just sounded weird. So You know what you yeah. could have done? You, you could have like tried to figure out what the questions were and then do one of those dub uh, in, dub in yeah. yeah, or just like fill it in with like uh, the uh, computer voice, just you yeah. know, patch it in right there, right? Microsoft Sam, have him in there, yeah. There you go, CP, CP. What do you think of Striker Succession? <laughs> and we're just chilling right there, and it's like. Uh yeah no you're really, you're right Frosty what I'm thinking is <laughs> it's like not relevant <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it just sounds super <laughs> weird it would be um, hilarious though all right so let's begin with uh yeah I'm gonna try my best not to be repetitive last time so this is authentic and not a scripted piece of shit show you know so tell us a little bit about your background CP how long you've been playing BDO how long you've been playing Striker and Guardian and yeah your background um I've been playing BDO for about a little over a year and a half close to two years ish shit you're just a baby steam noob no i'm actually not a steam i started when uh, like about a month before steam released about a month or two before steam released um i i think my first class was actually maywa which is kind of funny (laughs) i I was like a re-roller like most of new people just going between uh Maywa and Witch, and then I made a striker as 
an alt because there was a Patrigio event coming out. And, uh, you know, I kind of confused contribution points and energy. So I named them CP, CP, CP. <laughs> so that's where it comes from. I'm like, where, yeah. where does where does the name even come from? And then uh, I I saw I was like in a, a little baby node war guild, and there was this there was this striker who was like always top rank, and I was like, holy shit, dude, I want to do that. So I rolled to striker and uh, four headed down. Like I'll get at it. Oh man, I didn't know you played Mayo. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, that is a funny joke. So the um, <laughs> <laughs> dude, BDO stop crashing. It hurts my feels. Do I think I got an AFK fish? Um, when you, uh, you were so you played you main striker before the CC changes was had you already rolled a striker by that point. Um, I was in the middle of like learning it when CC changes came out. Right. Okay. So I, I never really got to experience like all the broken shit Striker had. Right. So what? Uh, <laughs> what were your thoughts uh, when the C- when the CC changes first came to Striker? Was Striker fucked then, or when did when did Striker start going downhill? Um. Well, initially it was really fucked because with the CC changes. Like with most classes, they took away too many protections. So Striker didn't have protection on um, their flow for Skull Crusher, which, if you watch a Striker Skull Crush, it's almost instant. So you were getting CC'd like all the time, and you didn't have protection on your bombs. I don't think it was it was just horrible. Like I wasn't really PVPing that much when that happened, and then they gave some of the protections back to a lot of the classes, and then. Uh, started going from there i think striker i think striker started going downhill just with the gear progression of the game like its damage falls off pretty hard compared to most classes yeah i've heard i've heard that the scaling's been pretty rough for like witch wizards strikers specifically right um and then, so kind of, what's your, what's, I guess like, because now you've re-rolled, you're officially re-rolled. So what is sort of your, uh, your overall thoughts on, uh, on Striker, non-succession, like Striker Awakening? Where are its strengths, where are its weaknesses, and uh, how fun is it to PvE on, and how efficient is it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, its strengths are definitely in like 1v1 and 1vx, especially if I were to compare them to Guardian. I think that's what I miss most about Striker. It has the kit to beat like any class in the game if you can use it right. Mm. So its 1v1 is definitely up there. I mean, naturally, the average player versus the average player, a Striker probably falls like in the middle of the pack, but it, it, kit allows it to do a lot of pretty cool things. Uh, the, the same goes for like 1vxing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you know your way around Striker, you can pull some nasty moves. It's PvE. Well, <laughs> it's PvE is pretty terrible. Um, <laughs> for Awakening, at least. It's Succession PvE is good at specific spots because 
it doesn't have protections on its damage, and its damage is all combo-based. So you have to do, like, a stretched-out combo, all of it's unprotected, so there's, like, a really high chance you're getting CC'd. You don't combo with uh you don't do the sick mass destruction rage hammer combo dude to kill everybody? Oh dude, that combo's nasty. <laughs> that combo's nasty, dude. That's what I'm saying. Um so in large scale it kind of gets fucked in that regard. Yes. In large scale basically like even for Mystic 2, Guardian is it just does what Striker and Mystic do, but better. Like they're supposed to be frontline, uh, disruptive classes, stuff like that. You cannot do that on Striker Mystic anymore, especially with the 10k HP buff. Their damage is already low compared to most classes at like the siege level gear, and then when you add on the 10k or the 5k HP, they're just useless <laughs> they're yeah. actually just useless so ah oh, that's interesting because i want i want i want to remember that point about the guardian that you feel like guardian can actually do that but i'm kind of curious did uh how, how is did you try out striker succession on live and what, what are your feelings on striker succession i gave striker succession a, a bit of a go and uh they hadn't implemented the buff where you're not slowing yourself while using your skills, basically, because every time you would get a discharge off your skills, it would slow the next skill. Like, the chain into the next skill was incredibly slowed, which is I don't even know how that got out of, like, testing or whatever, but um, so that was just complete cancer. They changed that recently, but I mean, it still doesn't really fix its main problem of having no CCs and no protection. Right. Um. Yeah. So I don't know, man. One of the things like I, we've harped on on this on the podcast a lot is like with Striker Mystic, it's like it doesn't. They don't have a role anymore because it's not even just really the damage. It's like when when you're in the ball, you just die so fast. Um. Might be a little bit different in Siege with the 5,000 HP, but like in Node Wars and stuff, it's just like, I don't know. E even with super high DP, I was like, I tested Mystic out a week ago, and it was so awful, dude. If there was like three people around, I just got deleted instantly, even with 346 DP. Yeah, the classes are SA-based with no dependent block, so you're just going to get melted anytime you're trying to trying to trade in a in a large scale fight so you officially decided fuck striker you're moving on to a real class yeah so my <laughs> thought process was guardian playstyle is like it's not like I'm going from like sork to guardian or something like that so guardian's playstyle is sort of similar similar enough to striker where i can manage playing it while gearing myself up and in the meantime hoping that striker gets a buff right dude i like people with big dreams dude i respect it um yeah gotta be hopeful <laughs>
So the Guardian, I imagine in PvE comparatively, has been kind of like a fucking breath of fresh air. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's night and day. Like, not only is the grind a lot easier, so you can grind for a lot longer, but you get so much more trash. It's like it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. So, w- did you ever grind Sakrae? Because I see you in Sakrae all the time. But did you grind Sakrae on your striker? Yeah. Um, and it like obviously Succession wasn't out yet, but I'm not sure if I wasn't comfortable enough on my striker because my dp was also a bit different than it is now mm-hmm. um so i was only getting like 3.4k on my striker versus my guardian who is at the moment getting 4.1 4.2k so right it's uh it's a pretty big difference and how are you able to defend your grand spot if someone comes in and attacks you how do you do in uh in 1v1s uh, I mean, I do all right. I haven't really taken the time to learn the class. It's Guardian is basically just a large-scale substitute for me right now. It's a grinding large-scale substitute. Right. So, because I remember, Rez, when Guardian was first coming out, Remember, I remember distinctly you saying, like, well, it relies on uh, Frontal Garden has a lot of super armor, so it's just going to jump into a ball and die. But it does seem... Somehow they mitigated that a little bit because I know when I run into strikers, like they feel so tanky compared to other classes. They are so, so tanky. yeah, yeah. How, how what did they do to fix? Like, why does Guardian <clears throat> feel better in large scale for you, CP, comparatively with the same gear or similar gear? You, uh, I, I, think... I have a, I have a, I have a sub question for this though. Is do you think it's the the health uh, regeneration thing that they gave Guardian? Like, do you notice that or like not really? Uh, like with the extra HP, not really, because I mean, if if you're not dead, striker healing is pretty good on their skills. If you're trying to heal yourself up as fast as possible, um, I think the reason Guardian feels so much better in terms of like sustain and tankiness in large scale is because of one, their forward guard is actually insane, like. You can take an insane amount of hits before your guard breaks. Um, it's it's like it's just having the ability to rely on a Q block and how strong that Q block is. I think for Guardian, like Striker yeah. has some iframes and whatnot, but I mean, if somebody throws a skill and you're S blocking, it's gonna almost get destroyed instantly. It's it's pretty weak. So I think that's like the main reason Guardian feels so much tankier in large scale. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty fair because I mean, Succession Warrior is really tanky too because of their block and it's got basically the same treatment, right? Well, is there something to the stat? Because like some of it is super armor, and I feel like even in SA, you guys still seem kind of tanky. Like it seems like it feels like it's a little bit more than just the block, but I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. What's your DP on on your Guardian? I'm three thirty seven. Yeah, three thirty seven. Okay. I think um I c- if I were to compare my guardian's tankiness to my striker's tankiness, if they're both CC'd, I'm pretty sure my striker would actually take less damage just because my gear is built for evasion and 
Guardian doesn't have evasion passives unless you put like an evasion add-on on one of your skills. Right. Versus strikers like base evasion stats. I see. Um, and you primarily play Guardian Awakening. What, what are your thoughts on Guardian Succession? Um, I haven't tried out Guardian Succession. I know it's not that great for PvE, and they nerfed it some like a massive DP buff skill, so I kind of don't really see a point in playing it. I don't see why anybody would really play it right now. It doesn't seem that great. I can tell you the animations are way cooler. <laughs> yeah. They do look pretty cool. The purple lightning looks so sick. Um, something that you guys tapped on earlier, the uh, the uh, block being so strong and whatnot. Check Rolby came in and was saying it's also something that helps out as the iframes. You can kind of linger them a little bit, which helps you regen your ridiculous block as it is, right? Yeah. So which which iframes linger specifically? Because it's not the Phoenix thing anymore, right? Like that one's super armor when you land. Or how does that or is that one an iframe when you're on the ground? I actually think it's still iframe. I just don't think you can linger it as okay. long as you used to be able to, I think. I haven't like tested it or anything. So what are some of the iframe lingers then? You obviously have like your evasion move. Mass destruction, like shift, right? Uh, you have your little fake mass destruction. Yeah, it's iframe on the initial dash and then the SA throughout the rest of the animation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's basically like it doesn't take long for the guard to charge up. So if you use any of the iframes, anything that gives you a break from taking hits into your forward guard, like and because of how strong the forward guard is, you're gonna have enough of it back to start just blocking all the damage again without really worrying about it breaking. All right. Is Guardian fun? Because that shit seems so slow. Like, there's a part of it that just does not seem fun to me. I, like, have the hardest time getting excited about that class because of how slow it is. Yeah, it looks really sluggish. Um, like, <laughs> when, you com when I compare it to Striker, the level of fun is, like, massive just because... The most fun PvP for me is 1vxing, and Guardian cannot do that at all. Um, but it's a hit I'm going to take just because Striker is not in the best spot. So just yeah. waiting, on those, uh, waiting on those buffs. So uh, what are your thoughts on the overall balance of Guardian? Because I know like there's a, you got some Maywas and other classes without a grab that struggle against that class. When I was fighting a, a really geared Guardian on my lawn was kind of a nightmare. I know uh, Nayashi's been struggling against Guardians a little bit. What, what are your thoughts on the overall balance? Guardians that know what they're doing, at least, yeah. Yeah, if the... I mean, if the, if a Guardian's playing this, stay protected and, like, just out-trade you. Um, if you don't have a grab or a ridiculous amount of AP, you're just not going to kill them. So it's busted. Yeah. <laughs> Against non-grab classes, good luck. If they have gear, good luck. Yeah. 
What is your, uh, so I know you said you haven't spent too much time like 1v1ing on it yet, but so far, what mm -hmm. is your worst matchup and what is your, your best? Uh, I'd say anything with like multiple grabs or just like really fast. So Kuno, Ninja, um, obviously Awaken Lawn because that shit's nuts. Uh, Mystic can be kind of annoying, but I haven't fought too many of them on my Guardian, so I can't really say. But yeah, that's those are probably the most. Uh, the, those are probably the hardest matchups. Just anything with really high mobility and like a grab. So Ninja Kuno, Awaken Lawn. I can't even imagine being a Guardian and getting slowed by Paralyze or uh, Retard Hendo. Oh, it, <laughs> you almost feel like you're stunned because of how slow you are. It's actually kind of funny. Uh, dude, but then you guys slow everyone on every single hit. That shit is... When you don't have a grab... Like, when I was fighting a... 1v1 in this Guardian on my lawn, it was like, dude, I'm slowed the entire time because I'm trying to, like, fish for a CC and when I'm nearby, I'm only in super armor, so it's like I basically have that 30% attack move speed slow on me forever against the Guardian. Yeah, it's, it's pretty unavoidable. Like, you're almost, no matter what class you are, even if you're a Sork, you're almost bound to get hit by the debuff just because they have so many hits on all their skills. Um, which grab do you take, and why? Awakened. Um, I just take Awakened because it brings you from pre-awakening. So if you get a stiff with some, like a stiff on somebody with your, I think it's called disdain. Mm -hmm. Um, and you e grab, it just takes you straight to awakening, and you can just go from there. And usually, you're only going to take like a shift F and a shift R and B to kill them after that. Um. Its range is okay, and it's obviously pretty slow compared to most grabs. But um, I think overall it's it's better, without a doubt. Alright. Yeah, it does seem like it has kind of a bit of range, but it's like narrow. It's not like the lawn where you yeah. kind of have to aim it right at them. You, you definitely do, yeah. Um, I think even when you compare it to all the other grabs, I think it, it actually has the most narrow... Um, I don't I don't know what you want to, like cone to aim it mm -hmm. versus like striker grab if you like if you're playing striker and you grab you know 45 degrees off the person you're still going to grab them but with guardian that doesn't happen does it have any grapple penetration ignore grapple res on the class um I'm not sure but from what I've seen no I don't think it does okay. I wouldn't be surprised if it did though but yeah I haven't looked at that I haven't heard anything about that, but who knows? Why not? Let's just stack it up. <laughs> <laughs> Rez, have you fought any Guardians? Um, Not in like a, a straight-up 1v1 scenario, no. Like, I've ran into some in Open World, and I've ran into some in, like, No Doors, but, like, I haven't, like, gone into BA1 and fought, like, more than, like, a five times or, you know, a reasonable amount. Yeah, I see them a I've lot. A fair amount. Yeah, I see them a lot at big like GVGs or when there's yes. a lot of people PVPing like Polyforce or Mansions or on Arsha. But yeah, I don't really. I never see them in BA. Kind of curious. I, I almost feel like um, this is based on literally nothing, but I feel like Guardian Succession 
would probably be better. And I feel like Guardian Succession feels a little bit faster. Maybe I'm crazy, but it, it looks faster to me. Is, is I've it? heard it's better, but it's you know probably opinion based. Yeah, for one v one, I don't know. It's uh, every guardian I've run into has been awakening, so awakening, I don't really see yeah, any same succession. Little, I think I've ran into one succession guardian, but it was hard to tell. There was like literally ten fucking guardians in this GVG, so it was yeah. just fucking AOE's everywhere. Everyone getting slaughtered by guardians. It was just insane. I don't know if I've ever fought a Succession Guardian. It's always been Awakened. Most of the time, my experience fighting Guardians has been an RBF, actually. Yeah. For me, I keep running into Amu in Node Wars. Did he officially like reroll? Does he grind on Guardian 2 now and not Valk? Yeah, he does. Okay. Yeah, his Guardian's pretty scary, too. Um, We were fighting... Uh, Sammy and I were on Arsha at Stars and we were fighting this Guardian. I can't remember his name now, but we were fighting this Guardian and I had 380 DP. <laughs> Dude, I did no damage to him. Like, even when he was CC'd, it took so long to kill him. That's a good motherfucker. Geez. Dude, 380 is so much. I was like, what's your DP? He's like, 380. I'm like, oh. Well, fuck, dude. I guess uh, Arsha Stars End is all yours. Yeah, because eventually, like, I, I feel like on Kuno, it's not it's not bad. Like, you can make a mistake if you're trying to get a CC with, like, Flash Slash or whatever. You'll end up getting grabbed. But if I just wait for a grab, it feels like not not a bad matchup. Um, How's that How's that Mewa matchup, Nayashi? Um, against a good Guardian that knows what they're doing? Mm-hmm. Feels impossible um, because we can't really do much to their block, and they have wide AOE. So if they know how to use mouse movement to like any sort of degree, they could just turn and swipe, <laughs> swipe left or right basically, and then just fucking shred us that way. It's right. kind of insane. And even if I'm like doing all sorts of tricks to try to weave around an opponent, if they're actually just remotely smart enough to figure it out. They could just turn and swipe. They get me with slows and whatnot. And I can't maneuver as much. And I'm taking a lot of chip damage. Now, mind you, this is from the perspective of having low DP. So I can't really comment on how Maywas are doing from a higher DP perspective. But probably not much better, to be perfectly honest. I fought low-geared Guardians with similar gear. And it's just like I'm on such a back foot in that fight. And it's not even really the grab. The grab isn't the problem. The grab is actually easy to punish for the most part. It's um, it's just the wide AOEs. And if I try to dive in and they're kind of like, you know, semi-aware of it, they just shift Q and they literally obliterate my HP pool as well as my block. I, I can't trade them at all. It's It's just insane, the damage output with the type of defense they have. Right. It just doesn't make sense for it to be such a tanky class with so much wide AoE damage. <laughs> so it uh, just, it's just outside the meta right now, in my opinion. Do you think CP, if they just gave Striker that same block, uh, that would fix it in large scale, or is it more than that? Not that they um, would ever do that, or that they should do that, but let's just pretend. <laughs> Please, God, no. hypothetical scenario. <laughs> That striker had a Q block. <laughs> striker had a Q block with SA that was like um, a a really strong block. 
would that help? I think that would be ridiculously strong. But at the same time... Most of the abilities are SA, though. Striker That's that's true for Guardian, too. Like, if you count Skullcrusher, it's got one SA damage. If you count Rampaging Predator, it's a forward guard. And maybe your Rebomb Punch. That's that's about the limit of your damaging skills in large scale. I mean, maybe Rage Hammer, but kind of depends on your AP. Um, versus Guardian, where a lot of your skills have massive AoE. They're they all do a pretty significant amount of damage, and they all have really low cooldowns. So I think that's uh. A really big factor when you compare both of them in in large scale, right? Um, I don't know, Guardian. For whatever reason, it it looks so cool visually, but I legit think it's been the least interesting class <laughs> since. Yeah. I don't know. Tell it to all the rerollers that are just rerolling just to win. There's a lot. There's a lot of people playing it, and part of it I do think is just the PvE is so chill. Like that is like the lowest APM PvE or the PvE, the lowest APM PvE of all time. You also got to keep in mind it does come down to personal taste, right? Yeah, and we haven't we've been kind of starved for like the big lumbering axe style class in this game for a long time. Like, you, you Warrior, that's kind of the closest, as far as visual, is, like, a really fast class that doesn't really play that role. So the slow, like, hard-hitting... I think I'd be more into it if it was a hammer. Giant hammer. I mean, I wouldn't dope. I wouldn't mind so much, as long as they had some amount of openings. Like it just doesn't feel like they really have openings exploitable because of their low cooldowns that CPC was talking about. Um, they could just get right back into whatever they need and outside of that they just go into their massive wall block um, which has super armor in the back so you can't really punish it then See, if you're too close you just shift Q back them off or grab them if they're over committed this does just go to show the discrepancy between grab classes and non-grab classes because like you you guys are like like Nash and Frosty, you guys are like, dude, like Guardian is like really fucking insane, like there's nothing you can do. And meanwhile I'm just sitting here like I haven't really had any trouble with the Guardian yet, really. Yeah, multiple multiple grab classes <laughs> don't have issues with Guardians. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in this situation, because I think this the Guardian in its current state is the closest thing we've had to what it felt like fighting like Lingering Warrior and Valk from back yeah. in the day, you know? Because it's just like, dang, right. man, like there's yeah, it's it's just, they, how do you how do you get through that? Basically, is yeah. the problem. Not saying Which it's you that have to make them overextend, good, but... and a smart player just won't overextend. Because, like, on Lawn, like, I mean, it has bad matchups, but none of them are really, really, outside of the Guardian, none of them are, like, feel like, like, Lawn Succession specifically, since Lawn Suck doesn't have a grab. None of them felt bad because of the Lawn not having a grab. The only one that feels that way is the Guardian. Like, I don't feel that way against Warrior or Valk on Lawn, so. And it's kind of unique, because Guardian has just the way it, it, it works. Huh. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, you know what? The other thing that bothers me most about the Guardian is that the dandy skin for the axe is way better than the actual pearl skin. Like, way, way better. <laughs> I think the pearl skin on the axes looks so bad. Like the, the Awakened one. <laughs> oh, yeah, that that's that's the question. How do you pronounce that weapon's name, CP? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've never heard anyone say it out loud, and I'm like, I guess like the easiest way is just say Jordan, but then it has the accent mark, so I'm like, I don't know. I looked the word up, and it's not one, so there's that. Or if it it's is, I don't know what language. <laughs> yeah, it's just made up. It's, uh, I don't know. Fucking X. Um, how's mobility? on the class like if you need to escape do you feel like you can escape people or chase someone down mm, to a point if they have like really consistent movement then you're probably not going to catch them <clears throat> um just because infernal nemesis has such a high cd your charge has a pretty low cd but you kind of slow down at the end of it a little bit unless you change it into another skill so it's like if you're trying to go from point A to point B, it's it's pretty good, but it's definitely no uh no Musa Mewa anything. Like right? That. Dude, that's not even saying those classes are so busted. Um I'm glad that's I hate you. I'm glad that's <laughs> out there now, you know? Uh what about like as an oh shit button? Like if you dive into a ball you go get a kill or two, but then like the ball, your ball, your guild's ball is losing. Do you have a way to get out? If you dive in with Infernal Nemesis, you're probably just going to die because you can't turn around and charge away because there's only a forward guard. So, yeah. If you engage without Infernal Nemesis, um, you can get out pretty reliably if, you're, if your ball starts getting shit on. Right, but if you if you go in with it, then there's like no way you're getting out. Okay. Have you fought a tamer? I imagine that's a nightmare matchup for a guardian. I have not actually. Sweet little tamers. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else about guardian you guys want to talk about? Do you do you think you're getting rebam skills? Shy just got some on global labs. Do you think guardians ever gonna? Get them. Um, in the future, yeah, probably not. You know, like right around the corner or anything. I do know that they're getting um their BSR skills soon. TM. Oh, the ten, twenty-five, and fifty ones. Yeah. Oh shit! They didn't even have that. That should yet. be interesting. Oh god. Oh, that's something have... we need to talk about too. The horse uh, knockdowns with ten, twenty-five, and fifty. Is that what that is? Yeah, oh, we get to okay. knock down those fucking T nine, uh, T nine uh, abusers. Those doomers, dude. But fucking on... doomers. <laughs> only if you're not in succession. Yeah, basically. That's in... that's one thing that kind of bothers me. Is succession still doesn't have. Um, 10, 25, 50. I actually don't care if they actually do any real damage or anything in general. I just want to be able to use it to knock down T9 horses. Yeah, we like just need a yeah, same. Yeah. We just, just give need me a some utility versus T9. Yeah, I, I agree. 
that would be because uh, I, I don't really care to get them. I, I kind of like that it's a differentiation thing between Awaken and Suck, but um, yeah, I just want well, to build knock is down that a horse. The case or just that they just finished releasing all the successions and they plan on making that adjustment here soon, where they actually incorporate them. Yeah, you know? I mean, I guess it's possible. Who knows? Who really knows? I mean, if it is, though, I, I'm saying I, I just, I don't really care if we get them or not. I just want a way to be able to knock down a horse. Maybe they can make it on suck if your e-buffs up. Like, designated skills will knock a horse down. I don't know, it's, it's so tedious, dude. Like, Doom horses feel so strong when you can't knock them down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're actually pretty crazy, especially before the HP change. Um, you would just get one skilled by a Zerker on a Doom horse. Yeah. How is the how's horse combat on the Guardian? Uh, well, oh, my God. horse isn't the best, so haven't tried it. I haven't really seen anybody running around using guardian skills on her so i'm not too sure so back back way back in the day like um this is old 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 days dude when people feared cpcp striker um you went through the bsl and in that one tournament you had the the king of the hill where you basically ran through an entire team is that something that you'll be able to do on your guardian <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> no, you don't think even with like if you practice like hardcore and like got learn the ins and outs and the matchups and everything, you don't think you'd be able to find a way to I make. I feel that like happen? in a two v two, three v three, they might be able to. Like, yeah, in in a scenario where they have, um, people to rely on, that's basically what guardian is. You have to rely uh, pretty heavily on the people around you. Like for large scale, mm -hmm. for striker, that's not the case. That's why uh, striker one VX is so good, right? Um, but yeah, I, I don't think Guardian would be capable of of doing what uh, what my striker did. Let's see. That's too bad, dude. <laughs> dude, I, I still sorry. I have to do my now that since we I mentioned uh, AOA, I have to do my weekly um, precisions. Please put precision crystals back on trial characters. God <laughs> damn it! Yeah, I know for real. So I really know why they did that? Bad, dude. It's so bad. It's just like completely unfun to play on trial characters now. Ugh. every combo gets resisted. It's so bad. And it's like exponentially horrible compared to like the old, old days. Because there was a time way back in the day where not everyone used precisions. You kind of would choose like when Addis Crystals came out, some people did it for the AP or the crit or whatever. But because they made the the way resist work is like it's just one attempt and it either works or doesn't work based on your resist and it's not like per hit. It's just like in a combo, you're just screwed, man. I don't know. Getting a reflow is a nightmare. Yeah, please fix that. It really is. Please make that better. And then uh, may one nerfs if possible. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, much needed, honestly. The fuck Just ever. the whole unlimited iframes and movement with no stamina What are you even on about? 
<laughs> just Thank you for mistaking my class for sorks, sir. <laughs> Dude, sor some sorks are so delirious, man. It's crazy. It was funny, like, whenever I talk about... We always, like, go, go through these hypothetical, hypothetical things where it's like, all right, if they did nerf Sork, what would be, like, an ideal nerf? And I, I still think... And, and I don't know if it's just Sorks have a hard time picturing this scenario, but if you just imagine Nightcrow with a one-second cooldown, right? And during that one second, it still moves you the exact same way. It still feels the exact same way. Your skills still cancel. Everything works exact same. It's just during that one second, it's super armor instead of iframe. And then when it's off the one second, it's an iframe again. Like just that alone, I think would help so much with like getting debuffs on Sorks and stuff when they're one VX, yeah. right? And at least like well, slowly I mean, they start taking some damage. And then yeah, it's the chip damage, like. Like for example, pe people people complain about Mewa having a, a super armor chase, but they just don't know what it is like. They have no idea. We just get debuffed to hell and back, and then we just get chip damage all fucking long. Right, and it is it would good. go a it's long just ways. Balance. It would go a long problem. ways into mitigating uh, Sork's ability to maneuver around literally right. fucking entire guilds. And in, in my proposal, it's one second. Like, the chase one is three seconds. So it's like, one second is really short, you know? But I think it would help a lot. And then every time that conversation comes up, a Sork will say something like, well, all right, if you do that, you got to give us something else. Like, are you going to make Grim Reaper's Judgment protected all the way through the attack? And I'm like, wait, no. you don't... I'm like, look look at the recent like ninja nerfs or Kuno nerfs. Like when, you're when the not nerfs, in a position to bargain. <laughs> yeah, when the nerfs happen, you don't get something in return when you're busted, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Rol Rolby and Chad is uh saying, Oh hell yeah, buff grab classes more. <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, my my thought has always been grabs cooldown are too way too short. I think grab I've been saying that forever. Yeah, grab classes, classes get upset. Every class gets upset when you mention any of these nerfs, but six second cooldown on Guardian's grab. I mean, literally, the animation is six seconds. They can just grab you <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> like, what the hell? No, I'm with you, Rolvi, on that. Like, I, I think grabs cooldown are way too short, so it's not punishing. My, my whole thing on that is just like, if you make a grab cooldown longer, like 15 seconds, maybe even 20 seconds, where like, if they use the grab, yes, it's really, really strong, but if they miss the grab, now there's this window where you're like, this guy doesn't have a grab, now it's my chance it's, to be aggressive. It's magical window. It's magical window. And it still would require skill, because <laughs> you'd have to recognize that they failed to grab, you'd have to keep track of it in your head, because, you know, people like to overcommit. And it's not like I mean if you if you made like every grab like longer cooldown to like ten seconds for a lot of grabs that would almost double the cooldown. I think a lot Good. of grabs are like Good. six to seven. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is that you would it would give you a lot more time to figure out like how am I gonna get this guy on the ground, basically. Right. And and outside of Zerker specifically, um I, it's not like these grab classes are helpless when their grab is up. It's not like Mystic and Striker and Kuno and Ninja are not able to like handle themselves for ten and seconds Warrior without their grab. And... Yeah. yeah. So I don't okay. know. Um, but also, yeah, give uh, Nightcrow super armor on cooldown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, also, yeah. like 
to like just quickly like say something to like roll v like i promise you if they change your fucking iframe to being super armor when you use it on cooldown you're not just gonna constantly get grappled like, yeah it's not that's you it is not easy to grapple mooses and maywas or... it's possible and it happens but it's not easy well, think of it more like I think the a better analogy would be Kuno and Ninja, who have a one second cooldown on Ghost Step and can't even use it in between. Like, it's not easy to to grapple classes that can move the way Sork, Ninja, and Kuno can move, even if there was super armor on this. You know the way it worked, like I said. Fucking uh, block jumps, like you know what? Better yet, let's just skip all this and delete. Uh... Delete uh, Sork out of the game entirely and be done with it, you know? <laughs> Dude, like, Sork. why go through all this hassle? There's, I mean, there's obviously going to be a lot of complaints. If we just delete Sork, we can skip all that. Solve you know? everything. No, Sork is too iconic, man. I love Sork I think, too much. I think we yeah, should there's been too Yeah, there's been too much PTSD to stop now. I mean, <laughs> just keep it going. I think we should delete every single class except for Shy, and then we all just have to play Shy. Oh, God. Oh, the Papu. <laughs> we have to, like... We're the literally Papa. just shy avatars that go to the Papu Island to fight. That's our PvP. <laughs> Dude, that should they should change. Because um, jail's like kind of, you know, it's kind of getting long in the tooth. Like when you kill someone and you end up in jail. The new jail should just be that it sends you to Papu Island and you have to play that shitty game. Oh, God. Kind of like uh, how, um, what is that, uh, COD's, uh, COD's version of uh, the... Uh, the damn arena. Uh, where arena. You have to, like you get a second chance, you get stuck in a yeah, you oh, get stuck in the bathroom, you have to kill. Yeah. That's a kind of yeah. interesting thing. That's an interesting mechanic. Yeah, you like fist fight, right? Or you get a random weapon. You get you get a you, you get, get a, a random, random weapon. weapon. Yeah, you get yeah. sent to the gulag. You get a random weapon. Whoever kills the other person gets a second life. Dude, I was so excited to hear that battle royales are still coming out in full force, man. <laughs> <laughs> May the age of battle royales never die. Um, Isn't it kind of weird how we moved out of the age of like MOBAs and into the age of BRs? Because like I would say for quite a while there, in like the the mid to late two thousands and like the early to mid twenty tens, it really was like the age of MOBAs. Like League well, became popular and everyone was, was trying to capitalize on it. I think it's more like two thousand from like two thousand ten on, but yeah, I agree. No, it's crazy, and I actually thought that's why I'm saying it's interesting with the Call of Duty thing because I thought I kind of thought we were already getting out of the age of BRs, but I, I guess not because that one's so popular. They did a really good job with it, so <laughs> they deserve credit. But it's like, uh, I'm like, oh no, not more BRs. Dude, and then that, that one game you had me try, Spellbreak, is like completely shifted gears. I don't even think they're a BR anymore. They like have like a campaign and shit. I still like I see saw, their emails. I saw, I saw something, I saw like a news article that said that they drastically changed how the game was played, but I haven't actually checked it out. Yeah, they need to make it just an MMO, dude. Those style graphics are fun, and the skills, and how free you feel. And the combat is really nice as well. Yeah. That game is just that game's just fun. It's just the only aspect that I didn't like was literally the BR aspect. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like damn I'm it, just, if this wasn't a BR. I'm not a huge fan of BRs in all honesty. I think the only BR I've played a lot and actually enjoyed playing, ironically, was fucking Shadow Arena. Oh no. 
Yeah, but if it didn't give you memfrags, you wouldn't have played it, dude. Come on. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason the boys was fun. Yeah. Yeah, Shadow Arena was crazy. Um any anything else on, on Guardian before we move on? Your are your give us just your overall consensus on Guardian. Good, bad class, you recommend it. Is it a hard class to play? Mm, I'd say brain dead busted class. That's uh that's my overall view. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> You could still tell it's official. his his bitter striker inside lives on. Yeah, um, just <laughs> my striker, dude. Please. Uh, what kind of striker buff do you want? Give me an exact patch note. Like you wake up, you look at Global Labs on a on a Friday morning, and you see striker changes. What what exactly are they changing? Where you're like, dude, that's what we needed. <sighs> more damage <laughs> maybe not so much at the early levels because striker is really strong around soft cap but like against other soft caps obviously but um in the later stages of gear it just falls off so hard compared to uh, all the other classes so i don't know some scaling of some sort like i was saying that i mean a lot of strikers would disagree because that's probably why they play awakening but i wouldn't mind if they just took away everything from the clones and they were just aesthetic and they just gave the clone damage straight to the skills that send out clones. Like, anything that just helps its scaling and base damage, dude, I would be so happy. Right. Almost make it more like the WizWitch flows, where it's just like kind of an animation. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I could see that. Um, but I, I don't think that that's the issue, honestly. I, I think like people get hung up on the clones because I think they think that the clones are supposed to be doing a ton of damage. But it's more just like if they just went through and touched all your everything that wasn't named leg drop and like buffed the damage percentage <laughs> on it, I think would be fine. And they don't even have to change the clones how they work, to be honest. People get yeah. it's so funny too because like I see people that complain about striking like dude the clones have 100% accuracy they hit so hard and it's like have you ever actually just like let a striker throw all his clones up and you just walk into the clones they don't really do damage they like basically are just aesthetics like yeah it's kind of it's it's a little tragic but uh you know it's a little tragic yeah they could both they could buff some some damage I could see, but just not like drop. Like here, here's what keeps happening, man. Like Musa buffs. Like, and I, I'm not even really opposed to Musa getting buffed, but like they buff Crust Crusher. Like it's so <laughs> weird. It's like the one skill that Musas are happy with. Yeah. That that's my fear. They're like, all right, all right. We heard Striker's feedback. You guys don't have enough damage, so we took Leg Drop's damage and doubled it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. I would be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's like buff the but ones that are not really, like solve any issues. I no, because then when your leg drops, not when your leg drops on yeah, cooldown, you're still gonna be consistent upset. Consistent damage that uh, we're missing <laughs> in uh, awakening. Right. Yeah. yeah. Eh, we'll see. Hopefully. I mean, the striker got. Do you know what all the striker buffs are in this patch? Because like, I swear to God, Google Translate is getting progressively worse. <laughs> like I, I have no idea. Yeah, normally, it I can, really is. Normally, I can read through and be like, oh, "Okay, this is probably this." And like, I was reading the striker ones this time, and I was like, "Dude, this is complete gibberish. This literally is saying nothing." I have no idea what this means. So it looked like 
they were adding more discharges to succession, like on some of the other skills. I mean, I honestly just could not give a shit about succession. I just do not right. care. But it has some um, awakening changes too. Yeah. They increased they made it like flow better, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um but striker like strikers chaining skills like people call the class clunky um but a lot of the strikers that have played the class for a long time don't really feel that clunkiness so making it flow better and stuff like that just doesn't really make a change for me like it it just doesn't matter what about specifically the change flow river technologies flow flow change flow flow river technologies (laughs) technology (laughs) two seconds Is that the right amount of time? Um, Two seconds on the Flow River technologies that flows with the Flow River? Does yeah, that feel right uh, to whatever you? that's supposed to mean. I think the most obvious change was a change to uh, Crosswind. Makes it flow a bit better, but I mean, again, most strikers rarely use it, and if you do, you're usually using it to kill somebody, so making it flow better just doesn't really... It doesn't really do anything. Yeah. I think it's just the the Google Translate team is at home because of the virus. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. They can't work from home. Oh, no, they're letting <laughs> the server they're letting load. Their, their automation machine just take care of it. The server load is too intense, man. The server load. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I read that translation. I was like, dude, I'm not even going to read the global app notes anymore. This is so bad now. They like to have just given up on even pocket, trying to translate this. You need to pocket this. Uh, Korean to help translate for you. See, dude, you can't say that on live television. You can't say pocket Korean. But I literally get a Korean to help translate for it. Get a Korean? They're not property. Yikes, um, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Fucking Florida man strikes again. Fucking Maywaz, dude. What the fuck? Uh, all right. Let's move on here. Hold on. Let me look at the uh, the topic list. So, poor strikers, dude. I think the thing that's so sad to me about Succession, Striker, and Mystic is like even if they weren't very good, which they're they're both not. I think they're both pretty bad. Like you can make them work in PVE, but. Outside of that, I don't I don't like them, but they're not even fun. They didn't even make them fun. Like even if it was bad, but it felt really fun, would be one thing. But it's like it's not even fun. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I feel like a lot of the strikers that say Succession looks cool or whatever, just I don't know, dude. Blue blue particles flying is is amazing. I guess it's it's yeah. Pretty boring. Yeah. Um. Okay. Sometimes that's all that matters. Sometimes that's all. Wait, is is striker succession blue particles? Yeah, their was... discharges. Um. Dude, their Kamehameha like is their pretty impressive. Is blue. Yeah. Um. Well, that's the thing too. Is like the is only one skill, but on on Mystic Succession, the new Rage Hammer animation is so fucking nice, and the skill is so bad. With not having bound, it's like absurdly terrible. Still not but, sure why they uh, did that, but you know, uh, the devs are. Dude, scissor kick one. The scissor kick one is the most funny to me because um, they removed 
I believe they removed the CC. I can't remember. They either removed the CC from Scissor Kick on Mystic or the Protection, but either way, and like maybe you could justify if it's like, dude, this skill nukes people now, but it they gave it like barely any. It does like 15% more damage to a skill that already did zero damage. So it's like, mm-hmm. why why is the CC? Why there's no reason to take that skill. You would just take the pre awakened one. It's so dumb. Yeah, that's the same with Striker. A couple of their prime abilities uh, you don't even take anymore because they had their CCs removed and the damage difference is almost nothing. So, right. There's no point in using them. Yeah. Warrior does that for Ground Smash. Yeah. Ground Smash at least did damage. Yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, seasons. Someone help me out with this one. What do we know about seasons? Um, who, who wants to volunteer and talk about everything? They know? What do you know about seasons? I, I'm still not a hundred percent sure on how it all works. Okay. Yeah, honestly, I haven't really done too much research. And ever since it was released, the, the information I know is relative to what the Reddit threads were saying right. and what so, I've known before. So, this is what it looks like it's a season is going to be three months. Um, you start from scratch. You level up. You get super high enhancement rates. When you transfer your shit over, you get the gear turns into boss gear that's not tradable, apparently, now. I don't know if it was ever supposed to be, but it's apparently not. There's no accessories. And it's weird. But um gathering wait so the accessories are the normal ones no i think they're just aren't i just think there's no accessory slots or some shit like that so i i don't know it's it's kind of confusing because i've only read i've not really watched too much on it but what the fuck blue was talking about it um today on reddit and he said he seemed pretty positive about it he said that um let me let me get his exact quotes just so I don't misquote the guy. But he put up a Reddit post that's uh, like a Q&A or whatever. He said, if you have any questions, ask me, and I'll, I'll spend the rest of the day like checking this thread and, and answering. Maybe we should just live ask him in this thread. <laughs> uh, all right, hold on, let me see. I think I posted it. Okay. He said, so someone asked him, his, I'll just read his overall opinion. So this is from... Uh, BDO Blue, what the, aka what the fuck Blue, but someone asked, uh, what's your overall opinion on seasons, perhaps mentioning both some of your important negatives and positives? So he says, I think it's a good thing for new players, others and others, as a way to introduce them into BDO without just throwing them to the wolves like before. Olvia was nice, but 30 days really isn't enough for players to actually get a handle of what BDO is for a lot of players. It's a nice way to transition to live servers, and the Battle Pass missions are a good introduction to BDO as well. It has missions to kill between 100 and 1,000 mobs in various spots. It has missions to do main story quests, missions to kill bosses, and even missions to enhance gear. Introduces players to BDO without fully giving them everything for free. 
As for re-rollers, it's a nice way to get gear and level the new class as well. I think for veterans, it just offers a different way to play BDO, which is always cool. It's another way to play that isn't inherently OP in any way, which means while it's another way to play, it's not something that any veteran has to do, considering three months for any reward is a long time, and within that time, veterans can make those items on live servers. And then he concludes with, I've enjoyed sort of playing it just as a chill thing to do outside of the regular BDO grind. Now that I'm not in a super tryhard Siege Guild in KR, I can just uh, I can enjoy just chilling out from time to time and not really having to constantly push my gear since I'm chilling with old friends in KR doing T1 Wars. So, yeah. So, I mean, seems fine. Yeah, so it has like high enhancement rates, quests. It looks like there's like this list of 40 quests that you can do, uh, I believe, once a day. And then once you've completed all of them, it unlocks other quests for rewards. I do believe you get a bunch of enhancement mats that roll over to live server, I believe. Um, by the end of it, like you start getting enhancement mats. Uh, but yeah, I don't really know what happens with the gear or how the gear works because at first it was like, oh, you just move over with try boss gear or um or tet yeah, boss gear or whatever. Yeah, it was not very clear at all. Before. But now it sounds like it's not tradable or marketable, so I don't know if you could just vendor it or what, kind of like the well, event boss stuff. I think the suppressed gear that we just got recently is probably like their first attempt or implementation right. of something similar, you know? Yeah. So... We'll see. Dude, video crashed again for the fourth time. Oh my god. <clears throat> so, I mean, I, I agree. I think it's a really good thing for newer players to get into the game, to really learn a lot about the game. Um, get gear that starts them off at a reasonable level. And it's not something that uh, you know existing players can really exploit in some fashion. So, I think that's good. I think it's a little unfortunate that the newer players can't trade the items, though. But I guess that's kind of like their way to just say there's no potential for exploitation. Yeah. Because um, I was thinking, like, the only way for a newer player now that comes from Season 2 Progress is they have to basically replace all their gear. Right. Um, but if you just buy, you're going to do that anyways. But if you want to enhance, instead of buying, can't do that. So you have to buy a new piece and then start enhancing. So that's the only reason why I find it a little unfortunate for that regard, but I think overall it's probably a necessary evil. Yeah, if it gives you a ton of silver and mats and stuff, then it, it's not so yeah, bad. Like, yeah, it just depends on... Um, I just want... I would like to see if it comes out... I was telling you this, Nayashi, like, I would like to see them actually do like an ad campaign and push to get new players to actually play it, so that way three months yeah. after the server ends... Like there's just a massive influx of new players on our server. I think would be yeah. Really I think cool. it would be a very good opportunity for them to do that. Like when they announced uh, BDO was free, we got a huge influx of players from the Steam and whatnot. Um, and then and then when they and then when they announced out, but... and then when they announced that everyone's going to be staying home from work, it got even more crowded. Yeah, that's true too. I'm kind of just happy that um, the seasons isn't something that <clears throat> splits the player base. I think some other people were concerned that it well might have done that. This would suggest that basically newer players wouldn't be a part of the live 
um, live community until three months later. So I don't see that as splitting the player base. I think that's just giving them an opportunity to learn the game, have fun, and not get fucking rolled by us veteran players coming in to try to bully kids. Yeah. Or take advantage of uh, newer players, because that would more than likely happen. Yeah, as long as, like, the veterans can't, like, if they choose to do seasons, it's not uh, giving them something that's more worthwhile to be doing the seasons than it is to be, like, trying to progress on the main game. Yeah. Um, For new players, it's, like, probably needed, but... Yeah, I mean, trying to progress as a new player is very difficult. You don't know what to do to make money. You don't know the most efficient ways to do things. So being able to, like, easily enhance your gear and have... I'm assuming systems in place that help teach you how to go about that. Um, I know Blue didn't really mention too much about that, but I assume they do with like Black Spirit Quest and whatnot. Then that would really help out a newer player kind of get caught up to speed on what they need to be doing and focusing on to help transition them over. So I think it's really good. And I think this yeah. would arguably want to be. An instance where we praise their implementation. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I I want uh I actually am going to play on it when it comes out or if it comes out. I have to say if because you never know if we'll ever get any of this crap. Um, but I would I mean it'd be a fun way to play a new character. I think like start a new character to try it out. I've always wanted to try warrior. Um, all right. You mean re-roll again? No. <laughs> no, not re-roll will you again. Try, will you try a, um, a, it's a season Maywa for me? Uh, I don't really like being Flavor of the Month. What? <laughs> what, are ta- what are you even talking about? Yeah, it's Did not my thing. Wait, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it arguably be fav- uh, Flavor of the Season now? Flavor of the Season. Flavor? Yeah, I wonder if there's going to be like a meta... For like seasonal oh, flavor, you don't want to play like this class because this class is like X or Y or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I want. Uh, there are other classes I want to try, but like I want to try out Valk. Suck. No PvP on it though. Yeah, I mean. It is kind of sad that it doesn't have PvP on it, but I think that's I think that's so that players focus on getting involved with the world, the systems and whatnot. PvP, which a lot of people have said before, PvP seems to be a smaller percentage of what people do. I'm kind of confused as how that is, but um, I think they want these seasons to be a way for people to get engaged with the game and the world in general, rather than PvP, which I think is fair. PvP is something you can always jump into, but learning more about the world of the game is, you know, takes a lot of time and investment, so if you have people just focusing that outright, then they can get a better understanding of the mechanics of the game, learn how to be efficient in the game so that when they're brought over to live, they're not completely and utterly confused on what to do. Plus, they still have access to live servers, right? They can they can still bring their seasonal character over to live. So I wanted to like that one. I don't know. I I don't know how that works. That's what they originally said. 
in the patch notes. Yeah, I'm not too sure. There might be something. Early Ho- PvP hopefully. ends up driving people away. It's not fun for new players to get one shot. Yeah, that's basically kind of what I was leading into as well. Newer players aren't going to know what to do, so they're going to get easily punished by people that do know what they're doing, regardless of the gear. They're just going to get discouraged. Quitters. Break a monitor, you know? Break a monitor. <laughs> I think it's less fun for uh, old players to get one shot. Yeah, but that's. Like I would me. say that's more of the Pepega old players. Can we take a moment to talk about how RNG Carrie Nashi's been in the last two weeks publicly? Oh my god. Here we go. All right, so two Garmoth hearts. Was it back to back or was it Garmoth? It was get within it, one week. It was um, three. I got two out of three Garmoths from Garmoth runs. Right. And then I, I w- tapped all the way through a uh, base to try uh, Distortion Earring. And then I just tapped a Tet Tungrad or a Tet Ogre like literally yesterday. Just bought a try, bought a base, tapped it on a 119 stack. Easy. I was right. feeling it, man. I felt it. And it was, felt good. <laughs> um, dude, you also got those Garmoth hearts at, the, at a time where they're like literally the, the highest most value. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I sold my my actual Garmoth, uh, inverted Garmoth that I was wearing. I took it out of my weapon and sold it to help boost the gains because I figured the Garmoth is nice, but eventually the price will drop. But the gains will be so significant for me right now. And they, it was a good decision. I'm happy with my choice. It was worth the sell. I'm like seven bill away from being able to put a pre-order on a pen dim tree now. I'm 277 kudum. It's pretty significant for me. I've never seen a massive jump in gains like that. When are you going to start working on DP? That's what I'm doing now. Uh, okay. um, pen tree, I guess, will be the first one since... I'm still going back and forth over evasion or uh, the accuracy. Yeah. Silent Some people Chad are saying says, I, do, uh, I can do something like what Yellow does and just do like a hybrid and wear bags anyways. Just do musk musk heave and tree and then but Ninja also has a little bit better uh, evasion bonuses too. Silent Chad says, Can we talk about how carried CP is? He's gotten five Vels. Oh, no Jesus. way. CP what? Look, the trade-off here is I'm at 37 <laughs> pin fails. And wait, 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 wait. Deflects, immediately deflects and goes into like some sort of justification. That's just poor decision-making on your part. If you get five Vels, you just keep buying your pen armors. I'm trying to get a tit distortion, dude. Oh. What are you talking about? I, I bought one, no problem. Easy clap. Yeah, I'm... Uh... Regretting not just saving my money, dude. Yeah. Oh, feels bad. Dude, I'm on this Kafras grind. Dude, I'm I'm actually almost done with my armor. I my really? must what, what do you mean done? Well, like I'm nine? almost done until Darmer the Dead God. I have C9 Muskin, C9 Tree, C9 Lieber. I just need to get my heave to 17 and I'm done. 17? I thought 19 was the done point. 
No, I'm going to be done at 17 because I'm going to be 360 DP, which is a nice round number. That is a very nice round number. It's a very, very beautiful number. Uh, Zerkers will still kill me in two skills, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> that's a thing, yeah. Dude, it is so weird. I, I don't even understand stats in this game. I'm supposed yeah, to, like, they, they if don't... I go by Reddit, I'm supposed to literally walk into a ball of people and everyone get mad that I can't die, but instead, my health bar drops to zero instantly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I was saying, like, it, it's it's so weird, though, the scenarios, because, like, anyone that's, like, 281 AP or 277, when I fight them, they're just like, Dude, what the fuck? You are so tanky. And then, like, I fight someone with like that actually has some accuracy and is like 285 or 289. And like, yeah, they still got to do a long combo, but they usually kill me and don't even really notice. Oh, they I, changed Callista. I feel like these days I'm, I get people that are more surprised that they're able to kill me than ones that are surprised they can't. Yeah. They're like, I think a lot of that though is like everyone's hitting like 280s and 290 fucking gear score, you know? Like, or not gear square AP. Yeah. Like for me, I was stuck at two sixties and two seventy for the longest time. And then I just like literally ate right through the two eighties basically with Nova on two eighty nine. I'm almost two ninety. Right. So I, I just literally went right through the two eighties and said, Yeah, fuck this bracket. I want the next. Dude, I don't know what I'm supposed to do after though. Like what do I do? Thought of saving you, for accessories is literally get, just not gonna happen. You get the pen accessories for evasion, basically. That's it. Uh, I don't want those, dude. I like being an AP you, monkey. Dude. You get your, you get your fucking uh, distortions and do things to get your AP up to three hundred with that three sixty. That's that's the next goal. Yeah, do three hundred one AP and three sixty DP would be pretty juicy, huh? Yeah. I'd say. <laughs> That's some monster gear right there. I don't see that. Can we talk about how CP has gotten two Gamos in the past week? Wait! What? Not true. That is false. <laughs> Alright. He's all right. like, he's like, it's been two weeks. <laughs> I was was literally a week it. and a half. Not, not, <laughs> not, 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 not one week. Past week guys. Can we can we actually address that? This is this is more meta. This is a community based, not balance or anything like that. I I want to have a discussion about enhancing in people's attitude towards um like being a victim. Like I hear way too often if someone fails anything, then I have to hear for three weeks about how unlucky they are and they've had this many attempts and blah 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 blah. Like, dude, I don't know why, but I'm so in the spirit of that. Silent Chad's coming in with saying, let's also talk about how CP one tapped this fucking dandy and pen red nose. Is this real? Is this real life? <sighs> well, <laughs> <laughs> my muskins were 51, so my three tap Weavers, three tap red nose, three tap Noover, and one tap dandy are all There's the justification. All right. <laughs> oh, man. But I, it's Yikes. just, dude, I hear so much. It's like that someone will fail. I'm like, oh, you'll get it next time. I'm like, no, I won't. That was already 20 fails. Like, this is impossible. Why does everyone get so lucky? I'm like, dude, they don't. You just hear like the most about the people that get no. lucky because that's the shit that's yeah. super exciting to talk about. 
Like everyone yeah, has been through right hell at some point, except for Laserface, who gets RNG carried on everything he fucking does. <laughs> and CP apparently. And CP, dude. Laserface. I think it's just strikers. <laughs> dude, Laserface is so. Car- I- I'm gonna go down the list. This dude fucking got. He got like three pens early on on sub 110 stacks, like his weapons and Nuver and shit. Oh my God. And then his armors were pretty easy. He bought some of them. His accessories, he basically is like 60% success rate on Ted accessories, which if you actually think about that, is insane. Like for every accessory, it takes him at most two attempts, which is nuts. And then I his- think I'm at a 50%. And, and then he hits a fucking uh, a Pegasus on his third attempt, or his fourth attempt. He had three stacks, gets a Pegasus, okay? And then, just the other day, he's like, uh, he's like, dude, I should probably get the weight on my ferry. Like, I, I need to start rolling that. And you know, like, that shit's like the biggest scam oh, or whatever. You need like four of the fucking item, and it's like 250 pearls each. This dude, the first attempt, he rolls something, he gets uh, level two breath. And then he's like, uh, nope, let's go again. And then Feathery Steps 5, second roll. <laughs> I, was like, Dude, I, was, I got pretty fuck? carried on my fairy too, actually. I only did um, one re-roll and I got 5 cheer and 5 fairy. Or 5 feather. I got RNG carried on my uh, cheer is the heal, right? The autopot? Yeah. Yeah, I got RNG carried on my cheer. Uh, the first cheer I got on my tier 4 fairy was the Mac. I was like, holy yeah. shit, what the fuck? Yeah, I also got tier four res too, so I was like, "Oh fuck, this fairy's done. I'm not touching it." I also want you guys to know, like, now that you're starting to build DP and CP, I don't even. What's your AP and DP CP? Wait, that sounded two eighty five, two eighty nine. What's your AP DP and CP? What's your AP DP and CP? Two eighty five, two eighty nine, three thirty eight, seven. Yeah. Okay. So just be aware, like Nayashi, because now now you're doing armor. Yeah, Re- Rez, you're getting soon to the point where you're probably going to be doing armor, and CP's already nope. there. Yes, you will one day, I believe. And I have no plans. <laughs> um, so Rezler's working on armor, and I think I'm going to be three oh nine, three oh nine, three oh nine. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I like it, dude. I like it. <laughs> um, he's like, but oh I got a Garmoth heart. <laughs> I'm untouchable. <laughs> Uh, but just know that there, it, you're no longer going to be able to win anything you ever do because you made good decisions and practiced or played well or know your class or know their class or whatever. From now on, like every fight with friends, with enemies, with it's random gear. people at grind spots, if it's not my class, it's my gear. So I have been class carried. I just want everyone to be aware. When I duel on grind spots, now I've been class carried on Mystic. I've been class carried on Kuno, I've been class carried on Ninja, I've been class carried on Sork, I've been class carried on Lon, and I've been class (laughs) carried on Tamer, and I've been class carried on Tamer, and I've been gear carried, and I've been RNG carried. Can can we actually look at the particular times and periods of when you reroll to these specific classes? Yes, so within the last month, I've been (laughs) Kuno, Ninja, Mystic, and Lon. Yeah! (laughs) Alright, so the only one would be Mystic that I would say is like, alright, that was probably not the best choice, but... Come on. What? Oh, okay. All, all those classes. Oh, my God, dude. The excuses. I don't... <laughs> dude, it's just sad. The Maywa's like, play a real class yeah. and then yeah, come talk play to a me. Yeah, on me. There's <laughs> only one balanced class. But, dude, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter because I'm also gear carried. 
Oh no, I've yeah. But yeah, also, I mean, you're forgetting you're forgetting one of the most important things, Frosty. You're also ping carried because you live in California. I'm ping carried. Yeah, that's dude, true. Like, like five feet away from the server. I'm ping carried. I'm frame rate carried. Class yeah, carried. Yeah, you're PC RNG carried. carried. <laughs> dude, I'm fucking the luckiest person you've ever met. Gestures <laughs> like those sound like leech classes to me. Like, <laughs> it just. It's all right. It's all right. If anybody I, has a little dice of RNG to give me, I'd like to get this pin right now. What are you going for? You one tap it to add it to your collection of one tapped pins. Uh, well, I'm at 37 attempts so far. I hope I get it before 50. And uh, you know, that's, all uh, right. that's are you what, what's right your now? stack? Uh, 111, I think. <laughs> 111. Okay. All right. That's uh kind of explains the fifty attempts. That, that explains why things are taking you fifty attempts. Yeah. Nice juicy uh, tet stack for your pens. <laughs> Dildo Dragon says Corona carried soon. Dude, <laughs> seriously. Well, now I am actually. It's like, well, I'm I'm off work because of coronavirus, so I get to grind more. So I'm RNG carried. Corona, Corona carried. Corona carrier soon. Ah, uh, dude. My boss is trying to find a way to make me work during this time, even though we're supposed to be closed. He he actually <laughs> just texts me. He's like, seeing if there's any way we can uh, get you out there during the closure. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite memes that's been going on, the, the Corona memes have been hilarious. One of my favorite ones that's been going on is the uh, Lord Farquaad meme, where it's like, some of you might die, but that's a um, sacrifice I'm willing I'm to make. I'm willing to make, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit is so true. <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fucking every boss that's why, ever. That's right? why my job hasn't transitioned everyone over to remote yet. Uh, another yeah. one that probably a lot of video players could relate to is the one where it's like, when you realize how you live everyday life is considered quarantine. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Dude, you know what's so funny? So, uh, Rez, you know Azur and Rage. So, Rage works at GNC, and he's been he's been pissed that he has to work. And, and GNC recently announced that they count as a as an essential business so they'll be staying open oh during the whole thing right so he's like man he's like oh, what are you to... talking how is this an essential business he's like super upset right but it was so funny so yesterday he was like bored or whatever he's at gnc he's at work he hops in discord and he's muted but he can hear us right he's just there like killing time at work because he has nothing to do right. and uh someone came in and was like so what, what's up is there is a new york closed he's like yeah they you know they shut down or whatever so it's only uh like only essential businesses like GNC hospitals can stay open. <laughs> GNC <laughs> hospitals, GameStop, you know the usuals. GameStop, yeah, <laughs> dude, isn't GameStop in like deep shit because they're refusing to close or some shit? Yeah, they're, they're like, trying. They're trying to say safe? they're essential, and I, I would argue uh, they're wrong. But <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, can, can we be real here? The only way people are gonna survive quarantine this day and age is if they have some sort of distraction like games they do need games i agree like that that's the that's the weird catch 22 we're in right because it's like all right i'm with gamestop and that people do need games the problem is no one uses gamestop to get games anymore so i don't know yeah why. right that's what yeah, i was that, that would be the only counter argument yeah. like, all right gamestop we we get it you're making a valid point here it's just no one goes to you and while GameStop is right, we do need games to survive. Uh, they are wrong in that we need GameStop to get games. So, isn't that hilarious? Closed. That if, like five years ago, you would have said like, 
Well, no, maybe GameStop needs to stay open so that even if, like, a lot of people play on PC, like, there are a lot of console players that need to go buy their games at the store. But now, like, there are so many games on console that you just download. Yeah. (laughs) It's basically a shitty computer. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Well, it's like Microsoft and, you know, Sony, they're like, why do we need the middlemen? Let's just on our fucking servers and they can download it done easy. I'm not gonna it's, lie though. I, I do miss the NBA. This is the best part of the NBA season too, like this point in the year, and it's there's nothing and it's sad, dude. And there's no baseball you or know, football or anything, so it's like weird ghost town void. Weird ghost it's, town. It's interesting that, you know, like uh I'm getting a lot of console players in my uh my stream these days because Maywa just got released this week, I think. During the coronavirus. It's a little well, interesting. Yeah. And would she you, was literally the last class besides Guardian to be released on console. Would you say it's as toxic as coronavirus? I'd say it's toxic. The fact that they waited so long to release her. And the only time they release her is during a, a pandemic. Maywa got like, released. <laughs> Are you sure? Like what? Are you, do you mean Maywa Awakening or Maywa Succession? No, Maywa period. They released her with her pre-weekend and her awakening in console. I'm uh... I'm double checking your work right now. Hold on. (laughs) Peer review. Peer review. That's what. That's what the fucking viewers are coming in telling me that it was released this week. And Law is Corona Chan confirmed. (laughs) They released Maywa last. Yep. Oh yeah, look at that. Three days ago, new Maywa class. All right, let's hear this this description. Oh my god the the fucking trailer it triggers me. But go on with the description. Don't let it trigger you. It it triggers me so bad. Find more more about this character here. Here we go. Maywa level up event. The elegant master of the blade, Maywa, has finally arrived to Black Desert Online. Uh, They don't have any description. Normally they put a cool description that's completely false. (laughs) Well, they, they, they decided to skip the lies because they know that it's just not true. Dude, on console, they get a fine accessory box for getting level 58. That's pretty impressive. Dude. Mayo's going to ruin that server, dude. That, that's way? the death no of console. <laughs> I'm serious. What are you talking because about? Because they're going to have to... All, everyone who rolls to Maywa, all their friends are going to have to sit there and listen to the complaining and the whining. <laughs> yeah, it's, the, it's the beginning of the complaining. Oh my so god. Bad, man. <laughs> is, this DK is, out, is DK out on console yet? If not, this is going to be unprecedented. You know, you know, it's only after you guys asked me to be on permanently that uh, the coronavirus actually started becoming a thing. <laughs> you know? I think there is some sort of weird connection. That's true. Uh, let's talk about the the boss event. Did you guys get your boss gear? Yeah. Did well, you hold on, hold on. Before we get into that, before yeah. we get into that, I gotta say it. Oh. That trailer for the Maywa for console. All right. Oh should we watch? Should we watch it? Please. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me kill this. It's little nothing pack. but auto attacks. Is Every once actually? in a while, you see a. Every once in a while, you see a skill ability, but there's like auto attacks everywhere. It's just so triggering. I I, I can't handle it. Can't. Well, this is why they don't buff anything in this class. They're like, oh yeah, she, her swings are really wide. Like, yeah, shut. 
May walk in Mobs don't stand a chance. Than the people trying to quarantine them. <laughs> oh my All right, here god. Alright, we're playing it now. Ooh, I like the I like the right, spring on, theme. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it with this is this is worth Alright, that was Divider. Ooh. I like she CC'd the next pack of mobs. Tornado. A lot of slashes and Dude, man was busted. Notice during all this, she's not getting CC'd at all, and she's floating and CCing everybody. Yeah, it's pretty oh broken. Perfect. <laughs> it's pretty broken. Dude, dude, they can't release this in this state. I hate all of you. <laughs> you have to admit, Maywa is actually one of the best classes at abandoned iron mine. Abandoned iron mine. Abandoned iron mine. Dude, that outfit is sick. What outfit is that at the? 50 That's second the one mark. I have. Dude, the color is second? that the stock oh, color? The blue looks I'll, really I'll cool. Take in a second. Dude, her awakening is so cool. It is. I just wish it was relevant. Oh. You know, I still implore you to play Striker and Mystic. I want you to play Striker and Mystic, Nayashi, and then go into a node war. Or a siege. Like against a like Comparable guilds. Like corrupt and hex against each other. Look at this. <laughs> Fucking oh my god. It's auto attack. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'll tell you when there's an actual ability. That was Moonrise, and then she stopped it to go into auto attack, auto attack, auto attack, auto attack. Sticky snowflake, auto attack, auto attack, auto attack. That clear speed. Then she did broken. stigma. Then she did right? bloom. Moonrise. Have you noticed, CP, that, like, I, I didn't see the Maywa get CC'd one time in a full minute of just fucking blatant combat. Like, they're, she's just auto going attack, all auto out. Attack, yeah, auto they're, attack. like, permanently SA with a billion CC's. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. You guys are so toxic. And unlimited movement. I don't even oh, see her... Oh, and they ended with her, the 100%. I don't see her stamina bar in this trailer pop up a single time. Does anything cost stamina oh, in that class? Oh, my gosh. Does oh, anything cost stamina, dude? <laughs> Oh man, that's the amount of trigger. Dude, the trailer, if you go back and watch all the Awakening trailers, like they do make the classes look so hype. The old trailers for like Ranger make me want to play Ranger Awakening. God. That there's there's no words. It looks so bad. You know, to be honest, on console they probably are gonna be using auto attacks quite a bit. <laughs> Hopefully, because they only have eight skill slots. What are you gonna do with eight skill slots? Oh my gosh! How do you even function? Oh my god! I actually was interested in playing Maywa like early on. One of the reasons I didn't is because literally everyone played that shit. When it was like super busted. Yeah, back back in the day. When it was back like Lakari, Vert, and Nayashi, and like, and then just every other pleb in the world that just wanted to kill people with their hundred percent. Yeah. Well, she was actually, you know, pretty viable as a flanker. She was actually one of the better flankers out there. You better stop saying was. Become your true self, a masochist. <laughs> That's what it should say for the, the trailer. <laughs> People whining about Sork constantly disappearing, but Maywa just constantly runs away. I don't know how pe anyone plays such a cowardly roadrunner like that. 
Oh my gosh, it's so toxic. All right, so the the worst class in the game is Striker, Mewa, Musa, Sork. There's a long list, dude, of horrible. DK, Tamer. All these classes, their discords have exclaimed they are the worst. <laughs> That, uh, you know, that makes sense, especially the Sork one. I heard that class is actually pretty bad. Oh, yeah. You just grab them. It's fine. Yeah. Just, uh, just like, throw a CC at them. Uh, easy CC. Just press, just press E. Storming Crows, Super Armor, and just grab them, dude. Easy <laughs> enough. All right. Moving on. Uh, try boss events. You guys finished them all? I still have to do two more. I have to do the peel of Yeah, I literally just finished it today. The kill one. Probably should do that. Yeah, I got all those done ASAP. Uh, bought a bunch of costumes, slammed for pen, and uh, that's where the money went. That sounds about right. Sounds like it went well. That's why you're on 50 stacks now, or 50 attempts, right? Yeah, 37, getting, getting to 50. If, it's, if it hits 50, I'll be so sad. Yeah, it would be too. Dude, what? So you just don't, you're not a fan of doing the whole like backup item thing? Um, well, the Libra is like, I was hoping to get decent RNG on them. Um, because I wanted to enhance them, sell them, and then buy my distortion. But, uh, you know, I'm too deep to go back now. So just, uh, just slamming the Libras. Is that your last armor? No, I'm already full pin armor. Oh, you're just switching from bags to Libra or something? No, uh, it was it was for profit, and it's not profitable anymore. All right, I I have a hard time feeling bad for you that you're smacking a fucking pen item on a one ten stack for profit. Uh, I mean, I've seen it happen, but uh, you know. I'm unlucky, I guess. I am never lucky. Ever. <laughs> did I just hear that? <laughs> yeah, you did. Yep. Five Vels, two Garmas, two Pen one tabs. Fuck it. No luck, huh? Shit. What the hell do I have? Um, Wouldn't it just be easier to cron to distortion attempts? Um, Probably... But uh, Jester there in your chat, I saw him do that, and uh, it did not go very well at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> couple, uh, couple hundred dollars down the drain. Yikes! Oh, not dollars. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's a thirty, what, thirty percent chance on your stack versus a, uh, I don't know, three point nine percent chance or whatever it is. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, I'm definitely regretting it. But like I said, I'm too deep to go back. Keep I'm gonna keep slamming it till it goes. Man, that shit's scary. Like the idea of not getting any progress from it is what's so scary to me. That's why I always yeah. just did a backup because I I hate that feeling of like, man, I'm 20 attempts deep and I'm actually not closer. The next one still could just fail all the same. 
Jester's like, I don't want to talk about it. Hundred question mark. Probably means thousand. Sorry, Jester, I was trying to lowball for you. <laughs> uh did anyone I keep... knew a Jester was a pay to win player? <laughs> did anyone keep their boss stuff from the event? No. The suppressed stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I'm wearing it. Well, yeah. Well, for obviously, if it was an upgrade, you're keeping it. But for people that it was not enough, <laughs> a direct upgrade <laughs> Fucking toxic. to their current gear, are they keeping it? <laughs> I'm sorry, Restlock. Ah, I mean, you're, so you're, you're factually correct. My my armor, my actual armor is currently sitting at Pry and Duo, so. <laughs> oh, man. It's, uh, it's not very uh, epic. Well, remember that conversation we had last week on the podcast about people enhancing and making bad decisions and relating? That did not age well, huh? Oh, I I don't roulette because I'm quitting the game. I rouletted because I was like, we're getting try armor. I want pin dandy. I need to get my stack up. What a better time. Like, what better time to do this? What's Plus, your... I'm burnt out. I'm burnt out on Node Wars, so it's not like I care about my DP. As long as I have AP to grind, that's all I give a fuck about. What's your stack at now? I think it's like 170 something. I want to get it up to 200, and then I'm gonna start croning the fuck out of my dandy and just hitting it until it fucking goes. Right. I forget. Do you have a backup dandy? I do not. No. I guess that try one, right? Uh, well, I do have another dandy, but it's not for Zerker, so. Okay. Tough life. Uh, the event is, uh, it's kind of cool. Um, everything's expensive right now, kind of. And we're letting in 2020. Yeah. That billion silver injected into the market instantly by a ton of players is, uh, interesting. It's always interesting how that affects the economy. Tungrad earrings actually are worth more than 55 million silver now. 55 million? Are you serious? They're like 80 or something. Or they were 80. To look. Uh, Shining Shikatu seals. You guys excited about these? It'll be interesting. I'm a More little upset. Money, dude, I'm, down. I'm a little upset only because just like two weeks ago I traded in for a duo ogre. And I was like, oh fuck, dude, if I would have just waited two weeks, I could have gotten like quite a bit more money. No wait, what? How? Because the you can trade it in the same amount of seals for uh what is it, a fucking uh duo Tungrad belt, I think it was, which sells for more, right? No, 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 but with the, uh, with the, but you have to use the new Shikatsu seals. The old ones don't work for that. Oh, they didn't convert the old ones into the new ones? No. no hell no, dude. That would be, that would be That'd dope. Be pretty crazy. I have a lot of yeah. old ones still. No, they didn't do that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, no. So you have to, you'll be able to get your Tungrad belt in, uh, 10 months, dude. Yeah, <laughs> right, dude. Check Let's see some of these rewards here. What is a gold a gold bar box? You can exchange ten for a gold bar box. Please don't do that, anybody. Wait, <laughs> Grand Grand Veer horse gear? Isn't that the like the really good gear? 
I think that's the second best, I think, right? Probably. Isn't Grandveer the second best gear? Yeah, I think it's just behind uh, Krogdala gear. Oh, uh, okay. Krogdala is 50 seals. Choose one Krogdala horse gear for 50. Yeah. Or a duo Granoa accessory. Um, 100 seals for a 100 stack. Uh, ooh, the weapon coupons are a little cheaper with these. Only 120 for a weapon swap coupon. Dude, 120 gives you a Trimanos accessory of your choice. That's interesting. I don't know. Some of the stuff's on on here is kind of cool, um, but it's just like you're never gonna have that many seals. It's gonna take so long. They're probably only gonna give us ten a month. Probably. Oh well. Uh, I think that's about it. Unless there's anything anyone wanted to talk about. Shy got Rabam skills, two damage dealing ability ones. They're protected with no CC. Um, they're ranged. They're both ranged, which is kind of interesting. And then their second one is a. Uh, well, their level fifty six one is a heal. That little bubble or ball. They drop this little ball. And it follows you around and heals you periodically and gives you a DP buff. And then, is it a DP buff or an accuracy buff? I forget. And then the opposite one that they can choose is an accuracy debuff and a DP debuff or some shit like that. That hits people. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Maybe a little better support. Well, they sound kind of kind of cool, especially since they're Rabombs. Gives Shia a little more something to do. Yeah. Um. Outside of that, that's about it. We're just waiting for Odalita. I need some Odalita news. I really want to grind there. And Star's End is so overcrowded. Sacrea is starting to get overcrowded. I I need more places to grind. Uh, yeah. I guess that's it. So, uh, comments. Rez, are you able to read the comments by chance? Uh, I can if you want me to. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Already? I don't want to. I gotta give my throat a break. That sounds horrible, but. Uh, What have you been doing, (laughs) dude? Corona, dude. All right, Corona. Yeah, Uh, Corona. Sure. Is that her name? You know. What the fuck? Oh, fuck, dude. I'm getting my ass handed to me in fucking Legends of Runeterra. Alright. Uh, Alright, so sort by new. Starting at the top. Uh, you and I says, at least from my experience, the cool thing about BAMs was the need of a small party in order to do them, which encouraged players to find and interact with people. But at the same time, the quests involving BAMs weren't mandatory, so you could skip them. Regarding the monetization, I think having ADs interrupting... Oh, sorry, ADs. Ads. Sorry, I'm in league. I'm in league mindset right now. Having ads interrupting the podcast would be a bad idea. Patreon with tiers or direct donations via PayPal would be best options. I think I've only seen one ad in the entire 54 episodes. That was when Rizlar added a Boku no Hero song when he was PvPing with Sphero. Oh, yeah, I did that, yeah. Uh, the ASMR transition from that episode is priceless. Yeah. All right. We'll look into setting up a Patreon. I still haven't heard back from iTunes, which is annoying, dude. It's been two weeks. 
Yeah. Um. Or a yeah, Patreon like thing. I don't know. Some donation thing we'll set up. I forgot that I uh, I did that. I used uh, Boku no Hero Academia uh, soundtrack OST, and then because of that, they got that video got claimed, <laughs> and then YouTube put an ad on it, not for us, but for them, the people who claimed it. <laughs> right. Good times. Good times. Um. Andrezzi says Musa's should okay Monka S Musa's should suck a dick. Their class has been broken since 2018. They didn't need a buff. They need a nerf. Same as Ninja Kuno and Sork. Nerf, nerf, nerf. Thoughts? I don't know why Kuno always gets lumped in. It's not my class. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, with Nayashi on this one. <laughs> dude, Moses can suck a dick. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's how that comment opens, dude. <laughs> oh, okay. Bunny says, Hey, uh, just a random DK player giving my opinion on Wani DKs. I don't know, DK seems to be pretty good state at the moment, even when the slanted balance range nerf, which to be honest, is kind of insane for a protect DC. Nonetheless, after we got Succession DK, I don't see why DK still complain. We have no mana issues now. You can fix your stamina issues with max plus Histria. Yeah, DK isn't the best class in terms of 1v1 slash large scale, but it's pretty decent. Grinding is pretty amazing. 261 Kudum at the moment, and I pull 5.8 to 5.9k in Histria, 7 out in Exquisite Beast Villa. So I don't know. I think DKs just need to get better at the class instead of complaining re. Anyway, thank you for the podcast. You should listen to it before sleeping and re-listen to it when grinding. XD, keep it up. Ooh, woo. You're fucking disgusting. Huh. Don't you ever ooh woo this, in this comment section again. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bannable offense. It's, it's a bannable offense. Also, before I forget, um, have you guys tried the Ultra Blood event? You Not haven't yet. told me if it's worth yet. I keep it's, asking it's you. It's definitely worth. Definitely worth. 100% worth. If you go with a group... If you go with a group and you each camp the door, which is just a separate door, um, and you finish the whole thing, you it, it only takes like 10 or 15 minutes, and you get about 300 cronstones each. Really? Whoa. Yeah. Damn. So definitely worth. And the mobs are like they're one-shot mobs. So the only thing you really have to kill is a catapult will, will spawn, and you have to kill it so it doesn't kill your tower. But the mobs, like they don't really hit you. They don't really do anything. They just run towards the tower, and they're all one-shotable. So you just sit at the doors, camping, spamming them, and killing them. And make sure your pets are on agile, and you just pick up all the loot, and you're good to go. And you also get gold bars, but it's not like super significant. You probably get like twenty million gold bars or something like that, but you do get a lot of crown stones. And a chance at pen pen blue gear. I don't yeah, I don't know All if right. that I don't know if that level gives you a thing. I actually don't think it does. Yeah, I don't think you get the box for that, but yeah. Unless uh unless guildies did higher levels after they did yeah. that one. Yeah, they, they probably blinking. kept going. Wow. Ultra Blood needs a buff. I mean, it needs two things. I think it needs a slight buff where the rewards were before were kind of nuts. Where they are now is not enough. But it also needs a... Uh, they need to randomize it more. So when you go and you don't know which waves you're getting and add a lot more waves and different mobs and shit. 
I think more people would do it. More than zero. <laughs> All right. Uh, Saito says, uh, at 14 minutes, while I never expected my Reddit post to make a cameo in the Value Pack podcast. For why I did upload that, I was watching one certain post-nerf Succession Ninja dude, who I'm not going to name, and he was like, Succession Ninja is fine. Followed him, uh, followed with him using Stealth 24-7 and delete people in two skills with 293 AP. Everyone just agreed Stealth, then hit and run is the way to play Succession Ninja because you are so immobile after using all cooldown. As in, the only choice you have is to target chase and run praying no one CCs you. I've always hated the idea of abusing stealth because it's BM as fuck, right? So I was experimenting for a few hours, finding the right rotation movement abilities that you have so that you have a sustained and ideally infinite with enough stamina movement chain. Long story short, I found a rotation that works and just wanted to brag about it while using it to mock all those succession ninja dead or stealth only players. Sorry for the rant, love the podcast, listen to you guys a lot, Never, not every episode though, but barely leave any comment. Yeah, there's a lot of lurkers. Yeah. I think mo- most people lurk. That was a great video, man. That was a great video, and it was, in context, was really funny. And it was made extra funny by the fact that Ninja Shoto is like, none of this is even protected. You get CC'd out of all this. You do this, you're done. It's like, yeah, I know, man. Well, welcome to every class. Um, So, yeah, it was a good video. Yeah, no, their movement's fine. I I think their movement actually is completely fine. I I think the difference right now when I... uh, like the difference between awaken and suck ninja is basically if you're succession, you do have to have DP because you're relying on super armor way more than frontal guard. But I think they're both completely viable in one v one large scale and all that shit. Like just the same. I think both are good. They they do absolutely need to buff awakening ninjas PVE though. It's it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> But, Sounds so depressed I saying mean, that. Dude, it, it's so funny. Like, I was watching a video of, like, like, if you watch any of these Succession Ninja videos of, like, 270 Kudum or higher, it's just, like, at stars in, like, 4,300 trash, 4,800, 4,600. Some are 5,000. And then you see, like, you go find a video of the Awakened Ninja with the same gear, and they're, like, 3,200. I think I can break 33. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe you should make a grind alt Maywa, dude, since that class is busted. Right, actually, May- how is Maywa at Starzen? Do you ever grind Starzen? Yeah, actually. Now that I hit relevant AP, I definitely tried out Starzen. It felt really good. Yeah. Do you like Starzen? Do you like that grind? Yeah, it's not bad. I'll go back. I'm just. Dude, it's contested as around. fuck right now. It's actually terrible. Well, I mean, I would go. I would have gone back today. I was just today. I was um, gathering uh, lion meat for my Valencia meals tomorrow. So I just like, oh, I ran into a portal. It ended up being history. Whatever. You know. So I haven't been to history in a long time. <clears throat> I mean, history is like butter. <laughs> With two seventy-seven uh, AP Kudum. History is the new Fogans. <laughs> history is the new Fogans confirmed. Basically. Tim says, disagree with Rissler. Uh, if another player was already in the spot, why shouldn't you be the one to switch servers? I'm not surprised that when you tried to usurp their spot, they swapped to their main and killed you. It's not swapping to the main and killing me that's the, the issue. Like, if I had went in the rotation, killed him, he left, came back on his main, and then clapped me, I would have just left. It's the fact that his intention was to die to me multiple times on his character that had, like, much less gear. 
to make me go negative karma and then come on his main in order to make me lose crystals. That's why he's a scumbag. Like if you show up on your, if you're playing on an alt and then somebody kills you and you come on your main and you clap them, props to you. Like you've earned the spot. But if you intentionally die to them so that they go negative karma, so that when you come on your main and kill them, that they lose crystals, now you're a scumbag. That's right. the difference. I think I think the confusion came with because you said why don't you just leave? Maybe that's why I think because I also like I went back when someone posted the comment and I heard it. I was like, oh yeah, what the fuck? Res are so douchey here. But then it was like I think you uh -huh. did maybe saying they should have left is the wrong thing and they should have just come back on their main instantly and fought you or whatever. Uh, well, yes and no. Uh, what was doubly annoying? So I sh probably should have just explained the entire situation. The reason I told him, like, why don't you just leave whenever you die is because I did kill him two times before he killed me once on his main. Oh, even on his main? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. embarrassing. So it was like he karma bombed me on his alt, came on his main. I killed him twice. I'm like, dude, is this guy actually just going to keep fighting me until he fucking kills me? Because they were close fights. And then he finally killed me and I lost uh, my hooms. And I was like, all right, dude, whatever. Like, this kid's obviously just a fucking scumbag. Like, it's not like he came back on his main and, like, instantly, like, killed me. Right. That's why I said, like, why don't you leave? Like, you're not, you, you can't even kill me on your main. Why don't you just leave, basically? All right. Yeah, you definitely should have explained that. That changes kind of everything. <laughs> How it sounds. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's but, like, so, like, that's the whole, like, to, I'm a PvP absolutist, basically. So it, to me, it doesn't matter who's like who owns the spot. If there are two people that want a spot, you PvP over it. Whoever wins gets the spot. Like that's how I think the game should be. That's how I kind of like run it in my head. If people beat me in PvP, whether I'm there first or not, then I just leave because right. they earned it. They beat me. And that's how I've always played the game because, I mean, that's how you had to play the game back in the day whenever you lost EXP from dying in PvP. Which is like, these fucking steamies would lose their goddamn minds if that happened today. <laughs> but, like, oh, yeah. you, you used to lose no EXP just from dying in PvP. No offense, CP. You didn't mean that. Full offense if you're steamy. Fuck steamies. <laughs> no but like seriously like i don't know it just to me it's like this is a pvp game man like there's open world pvp for a reason it's to settle things like fight over it if you lose then sorry that's the way the world works man um ignore the name it says no dk changes yet lol uh no no dk changes yet no idea, I don't know. I'm not sure what this maybe, is referring to. Maybe, maybe he's thinking about Awakening or something? Not sure. I can't remember. Sorry, man. Uh, I accidentally skipped a couple comments. Hold up, let's go. Uh, Weedy Sangner probably fucked that up. He says, Ninja Succession unplayable, Sea Ranger Awakening in Succession, please. It's very, very unplayable. He's laughing at the fact that people say Ninja Succession is unplayable. Yeah. You're not I mean, supposed that's to... what the Reddit post was. It was a joke. You're not supposed to laugh at them, dude. Yeah, you are. They can't help themselves. 
Small Dick Stole Your Girl says, Accuracy on Moose is a joke. The skills most used below the belt, cross-cut, backflow. These skills we use for SA trading all have super low accuracy on them. Against high evasion, they legit do zero damage. But this is coming This is coming from a 297 AP Musa. Yes, we have Blooming, which counters evasion and deletes evasion builds, but it's unprotected and lucky. Bok, bok to use, and also will get you in trouble if you use it outside 1v1 stimming from being unprotected and having a slight delay animation slash charge time. Also, our evasion passive is for melee only at 36 DP evasion range classes. Blow me up like I'm not even wearing armor. I think Musa is a good class and will never roll re-roll, but the way you talk about it seems off to me. Alright, here's my comment on that. If you weren't killing people that have evasion at 293 AP, you're not going to kill them at 297, so instead of spending 40 billion silver getting 4 AP, spend 40 billion silver getting your accuracy up. Problem solved. 293 with uh, 25 more accuracy? Hmm? Or drop down to 289. Use a Kudum. I also love when people try to, like, and this isn't like me calling this commenter out specifically. Like, most everybody does this. Whenever a class has an ability that's, like, broken as fuck, like, I see Zerkers do this Q-buff all the time, they try and justify why it's actually not broke as fuck. So it's like, yeah, Blooming counters evasion, and it absolutely deletes evasion builds, but it's unprotected and clunky, and you can't use it outside 1v1s because it's unprotected, and there's a slight delay in a charge time! It's like, alright, dude. Like, I mean, that, it's, that, it, it's that's still, true. Another ability, though. Here's the thing: is like when a Musa does a proper combo on me, and I'm 358 DP with full evasion, I I die. So the type of people that you're fighting that have so much evasion that you do, as you said, just using your words, quote, literally zero damage, means either a they're outgearing you, or b your accuracy is really that bad, and you should not be getting more AP. You just need accuracy. Mm. Um, yeah, and blooming, yeah, it's it's good in combos, but to be honest, most most mooses I fight don't even use it against me, and they still kill me. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, yeah, no, no, it's a, it's the same way. Zerkers do that with Q buff all the time. They're like, yeah, Q buff is strong, but like we're unprotected for the whole thing. It's like okay, that's that doesn't matter when you're shooting people from like. 50 yards away. Well, the the sort, and I, I hate to keep piling on Sorks here. I feel bad. I've been railing on Sorks forever, but Sorks do the same thing. We're like, well, none of our skills are protected. The whole thing's unprotected. So it's not safe. It's like, yeah, except that they're like, the it's less than a frame to cast a Shadow Eruption in between two iframes. Which is basically protected. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it happens. Um, Everyone's trying to. No one wants to get nerfed, is the thing. I don't. I don't blame them. You know. Right. Dirarios says uh, at one twenty nine zero zero. He was there first, but my rotation, so I kill him ten times. But then I complain when he beats me once with a competitively geared character. Big yikes! Why is this mindset so common in the BDO community? Seems completely asinine. Uh, so first of all, the whole like he was there first, but it's my rotation. That that was more of like a joke or like a meme. I was just kidding. Uh, and then also, that second part isn't actually what happened. So, yikes. Um, what happened was he suicided into me 10 times, 
And then he came back on his main. I killed him another one or two times. And then he finally killed me and made me lose crystal. And the whole point of that whole thing that he was doing was intentionally to make me lose crystals. He wasn't just trying to like kill me or push me out of his spot. He was intentionally trying to make me lose crystals by abusing the system that is set up to protect newer players. So that's the issue with that. Like, he's obviously not a newer player if he comes on a 285 AP archer. And, like, he was a good archer, too. Like, I mean, I'll call him a scumbag all day, but the fact of the matter is he's a pretty good archer. He's not General Moore's. He's pretty good. So, he's definitely not a new player, but he's abusing the mechanics that protect new players to keep his spot by making people who kill him lose crystals. And that's just kind of how that goes. And that's very common, unfortunately, in BDO. The karma system is very easily abused and is taken advantage of a lot. Reach. Reach. TP, you've been very quiet. Do you have anything to say about like karma system or anything like that? Um, it's terrible, but I personally don't have that much trouble with it just because I spend most of my time on Arsha. So right. if somebody's griefing, I'll just kill them and I don't get that penalty. Right, you don't lose karma. Yeah. Yeah, my issue with Arsha is, like, there's almost too much PvP on Arsha. Like, every time I go on Arsha, like, I can't grind for more than, like, 20 minutes without having to fight someone for, like, 10 minutes. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, this is, like, insane. I don't know, maybe I'm just at the wrong spots, but it seriously gets old. Yeah, it just depends on what time you're grinding at and I mean, sometimes your class makes a difference. Like, if somebody sees you're on a, I don't know, what's a what's a really bad one with one class? If they're a ninja and they run up and see a zerker, they're probably going to yeah. try to take your spot. If they're a ninja, they run up and see another ninja or a kuno or a sork, they're probably like, hey, what time are you going to be done? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of other factors as well. I think if we get... Um, Odalita and those two new grind spots, the Pirates one and the Bloody Monastery, will help a little bit with spreading people on Arsha out. Because right now, yeah, it's getting more and more crowded everywhere on Arsha, so it's kind of it's getting tougher and tougher to find a grind spot. Yeah. Hadouken OCX says, I was a Mystic for years. I was always in the top 10 Mystic players in KR and EU. Today I can't handle the shit balance patches anymore. They are not balance changes. They don't know what they do. And people that, I think it's supposed to say that, say Mystic is balanced and good note war and PvP are seriously brain, I think that's supposed to say brain dead. Or just haters and bad players. So I had today to reroll back on my really, really old Sork, my first character in Black Desert Online. I didn't play Sork since December 2014. And yes, I... Wait, December 20... Oh, yeah, KR. Yeah, that would have been... KR would have been out for a while by then. And yes, I played Sork way back in KR December 2014. Then in 2016 in EU. I'm sick. I seriously feel sick, but I had to do it. I sold all my pinned weapons and all the mystic stuff, and now I'm a Sork. Because yes. Cacao Games killed my favorite class of all time. Rest in peace, darling mystic. You will be loved always. Oh, by the way, Frosty Reslar, keep up the good work. Uh, glad to hear you guys are now on Spotify. Love it. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I, I Mystic, to me, when when it's good, feels so fun. 
It has some of the best animations in the game. The theme is cool. The sound effects are cool. The dragon is cool. I like that it's water. Um, the skills are fun. The class feels fluid, like the way it moves and stuff, but just balance-wise, because it's unplayable, like you just can't. It's just not viable. And its gear doesn't even help is the thing, because normally it's like, well, yeah, it's rough balance-wise, but once you get to this DP, like it starts becoming really good. Like, no, not, not on Mystic. Yeah. Mystic's a bit rough right now. It it's kinda like uh like right after the CC changes for Warrior. Or it's like they were really high and then it was like all of a sudden they were really low. <laughs> it's like, oh god, what happened? Dude, also and not to throw a striker under the bus a little bit more, CP, because I know <laughs> you, and not to not to kick you while you're down. But you guys still have frontal on Twisted Collision. But it, he will. It, it actually triggers me that Mystic doesn't. And in the patch, again, they said that they removed the stiffness from Crouching Wolf on Striker with three stacks, which they removed from Mystic like seven months ago. It's still not removed, even though it's now been in the patch notes twice. Yeah, a lot of people miss that for some reason. Like, I'm actually not too sure why it still stiffs, but... I mean, I don't even really care that it does. It's like, just give the Mystic one back, dude. Oh, it's just so dumb, dude. Poor Mystic. Yeah, Frosty needs to get triple stuns for the Mystic. Yeah, that's true. When are we getting a new uh, (laughs) intro, by the way, Riz? I was... Oh, dude, the music thing's gonna be fucking halted, because we can't meet. We can't, oh my we can't, god! No, it serious? is. Yeah, we can't meet with the mixer, like any of that stuff. So it's like kind of way slowed down. We're we're still trying our best to get the first mix of the first song out, but it, it, yeah, it just got made a lot more difficult. So I'll keep you posted. I think we're maybe we'll still get this first mix, but I just don't know if it'll be mastered and stuff. We'll see. Yeah, Damn. it's kind of rough because of everything. It's like, and also because everything costs money, and now that a lot of us aren't working or whatever, it's going to be a little bit harder to just have a bunch of extra money. Right. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll keep you posted on it. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck. I forgot about that. That sucks. I have to figure it out. All right. Clayton Alexander says, Balance Musa here. Yes, I'm first to say overall, Musa is a good balance class for the most part with a lot of upside and decent dual kit overall. Having said that, Musa damage in endgame PvE specifically is really bad. Musas will work very hard to get rather low trash numbers in Sakurian history, especially. They do fairly well at stars in with the ability to spam down attacks. Their accuracy is fairly low as well. I can't complain about Musa overall. It has a lot of great things in overall. It's in a good state. But objectively, objectively, the high-end damage is pretty awful. Usually it is fine in PvP. There are some rather large issues in the in-game PvE. And as a Musa, you just have to accept lower numbers. Comment 2 out of 2. However, out of all of Musa's awakening abilities, I would consider Crust Crusher to be fine. If anything, I would buff Crosscut, maybe Backflow, and Moose's e-buff is objectively the weakest in the game. Give us some accuracy, please. Um, the only thing, I mean, maybe, maybe accuracy. Um, I'm with you on your e-buff. Needs to be fixed, for sure. 100% I empathize with you. Sympathize with you, whatever. And the other thing is, uh, I sent him, as you can see in the comments, there are a couple of videos. Mm-hmm. This notion that Musa's endgame PV is bad is uh is not quite true. Yeah, you're not a warrior or a succession you're not succession warrior, succession sork, but your PV is not bad at endgame man. It's just not Was that succession or 
Awakening. Awakening. Yeah. He said, I think he meant Awakening. But I sent him yeah. some Awakening videos where they literally pull above average numbers compared to the rest of the classes in Awakening at all the high-end spots. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what people's standards are for good. I, like, I don't know. I actually have no idea where that comes from. They have to be on par with Succession just a, Warrior. Just it, a, basically a feel-out kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree that maybe you guys probably have to press more buttons and stuff, but man, like, you compare Moose Awakening to some of the actual bad classes in Awakening, like a Striker or a Ninja. Maywa. Maywa's Awakening PV is not bad, dude. Stop. <laughs> I was just talking about <laughs> Awakening for PvP, but yeah. Oh, okay, PvP. okay. No, no, I'm talking about PvE specifically. Like, there's, dude, I mean, man, Striker's been suffering for a minute. They even got pretend buffs, so it's worse because they got teased, you know. Oh, <laughs> well, we just got pretend buffs for PvP for Maywa this week, so I feel you, dude. I'm scared that with the pretend buffs on like Striker, they'll say, "Okay, we buffed it," and move on to the next yeah. class and fucking forget about it. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel about the Maywa Awakening buffs this week. However, I think like the ones in Global Lab, um, I think that they're kind of like prepping for something, so. Oh, hopefully my fears are not realized. Yeah. Zero H says that gatekeeper-esque thing is kind of like how Mutant Ogre was originally used to be a fun experience, but since it's not worth the time, no one does it anymore. I agree with Nayashi. One day Frosty will play Maywa against a ninja Sorkuno and realize what <laughs> asthma feels like. Yeah. <laughs> if you think Nayashi's Maywa victim syndrome is existent at all, you should go look at Prim and the rest of the Maywa forums. LOL. Dude, go go watch Sammy play his Maywa against the average ninja Kuno Sork. Yeah, he's not I'm even... generally considered the most optimistic Maywa out there. <laughs> dude, you used I to be to me. I actually felt that way too. I was like, dude, Nayashi fucking makes it work. I and mean, he doesn't complain, but just there's. I feel like consoles changed you ever since you re-rolled the PS4. Consoles <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you thought Maywa was bad, try Maywa with only eight skills. Jesus. Eight skills and 30 frames per second. <laughs> yeah. And chase counts as two of them because you have to hotkey the they iframe chase. They don't have chase cancel. They don't have chase cancel. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the cancels in console aren't there. For obvious reasons, I, don't, I guess. I, I just don't know how you function. I know. I feel bad for console, man, because I, like, I just can't, I can't recommend it to anybody. I just don't think console's yeah. worth playing. I think if you played console, like, it sucks if you already are super geared and spent time and money, but if you're newer to it, and, like, I don't know, it's cool that they merged so the community's bigger, but, man, I, I would just, I would recommend playing the PC version over it. It's It's yeah. just the experience is just so much better. Oh man, this is a first. Uh, <laughs> Keswick in the, my chat said, I'm over here in the Debbie Downer Bewa Club. Please give me your optimism and gear. I've never had someone ask me for my gear. It's a first. Yeah, right. Just give me your gear, thanks. No, yeah, I'll take uh, your distortion. Dude, <laughs> I, I had a friend the other day ask me if he should play BDO Mobile. I was like, no. Kinda? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. I don't like it. I mean, it, it's just I don't dislike it or just I'm not discouraging anyone from playing. I just hate I hate the I don't like controls, like complex controls on a phone feel awful to me. 
Yeah. It's just weird. Because this is a guy who played BDO on PC, like, a long time ago. But he quit. And so, just randomly asked me one day, should I play Black Desert Mobile? I was just like, no? The fuck? Uh... Musassin says, also, I like the way y'all dismissed my whole comment. Granted, I do agree the cooldown nerf wasn't applied. I'm not inflexible in that I can't take correction when stuff changes in regard to Rezlar's statement to my comment. I have alts for every class, but Musa is what I PvP slash PvE with since OCT October? Why'd you capitalize all three letters? October 2018. Nerf or buff, still gonna play the class. I have zero intentions of playing other classes as a main or doing Flare of the Month reroll. So yeah, I was partly, if not wrong with my previous statement based off the information I was given. I would have appreciated it more if you read my whole statement about why I think that nerf was bad versus you picking out lines and going off of it. In fairness, I wasn't trying to like nitpick certain lines. I was just trying things that I had rebuttals to and also to save time because last week we had like 54 comments and a lot of them were four paragraphs, so I just couldn't read all of them. <laughs> yeah, but if you want to put a TLDR to you know, that I'm, I'm your, happy to read thoughts. that and yeah. rebut that in the future. Yeah, if people write essays, please write TLDRs because, like, this week it's not so bad because there's only 30 comments, but, like, last week, like Frosty said, we had, like, 50-something. At that point, reading every person's essay on why they think their class is bad is, like, really... It, it takes so long. <laughs> um... I'm assuming this says queso. It's K-A-S-O. So I think that says queso, or maybe quaso. I don't know. It says, Rizlar, you give Critical way too much credit. He's a good ranger, but not that great. The guy I train with from the best ranger beat Critical using tri-boss gear 240 AP. He even beat Rylock. The class is fun. It does have a high skill wall. You have a lot of good tools at your disposal. I'm still saying that ranger is weak. You just have to, be, you just have to put in double the effort to win in comparison to most classes. Anyway, I give up on trying to explain myself. I'm being just like Maywa. They do have high damage, <laughs> oh like I argued God. last week. Here we but, go. <laughs> but I didn't mention that I agree with Nayashi. The state of Maywa is really bad. The balance aspect of this game is hogwash. And then he commented as well. Update, my buddy dueled a full pin, best of slot, everything, stars, and accessories as well. Succession Ranger from Ingenium and 110 to 2, 320 AP, literally breaks my SA into shotguns. I can win one and die 20 times after by getting shotgun death because I can't sustain SA trades against it. Only way to fight that is to exploit EES and keep distance, but that's no fun. Just saying it's rangers like that that puts a bad name on rangers and makes everyone think rangers are overpowered. When you guys talk about Time Bomb, you're talking about a ranger with over 300 AP. So just think about that for a second. Maybe you might be right. Majors, rangers are only good depending on the new ranger discord trend gear equals skill. All right, all right, all right. All right. Hold on, hold on. I, I, this, I, this is another peeve of mine. Time Bomb was considered one of the best rangers long before he was 300 AP. So, yeah. so, so long before he was 300 AP, he was considered one of the best rangers. Like, I'm not going to discredit, as toxic as Time Bomb may be, I'm not going to discredit, like, how good he is because now he has 300 AP. Because literally the point of this game is building your gear up. So, yeah. I, no, no, no. Time Bomb made Ranger look really good way before he was killing people with two or three skills. I promise you. That's all. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, no, Ranger also, Ranger's one of those ones like I I I wish it would get buffs. Um uh 
in ways that I, I don't generally agree with the consensus of how Rangers feel they should be buffed personally, but I do think they should get buffs. Um, interesting buffs to make them fun and, and more exciting to play. But yeah, no, um, time bomb. I just don't think Rangers like, eh, it's a hard class to play and, and to be good at, but I do think if you are really good, you can do okay with it. It's not like it's an unplayable class. Mm-hmm. That's all. I think that's all Reza really meant, too. I don't think he was saying Rangers are OP. Yeah. Well, like, the whole reason I brought up Critical, it, like, you say he's a good Ranger, but he's not that great. But he is. Like, <laughs> he's a really, really good Ranger. Like, he's one of the best. I mean, granted, that might be because there's not a ton of them out there. I don't know. Maybe if everyone played Ranger, there'd be people who surpassed him. But he is, like, a really fucking good Ranger. Does that mean he wins every fight? No. Does that mean he's the best ranger on the server? No. But he's, like, really fucking good, man. Like, you can't deny that. It's just not a thing. Critical, um, got, ma Critical got mad at me once. I, I killed him on my sword. And then I walked away. because <laughs> I, I actually didn't know him at the time. And I killed him. And, like, randomly on Medaya, he, like, attacked me or something like that. And typed R. And then I just went and I killed him. And then I got back on my horse and rode off. And then he was in Discord one day. And I was like, oh, dude, I beat you once. He's like, duel me right now, then. Duel me right now. You got so angry. <laughs> <laughs> you got all butthurt about it. Uh, it was funny. Yikes. Um, Justin Campbell says, you guys make a really good point about the fail stacks. I agree. It would be more rewarding if we failed. CP, do you have what? any thoughts about that? Oh, the for accessories, yeah. What are your yeah, thoughts making, on... Making failing more rewarding by giving you more fail stacks or something? I mean, I, I'm not sure why that's not already the case, especially since accessories literally just disappear, unlike armors. I, I don't know why you only get one stack when you fail them. Um, so they can point and laugh at us, dude, from their offices <laughs> in Seoul. Basically. I really think the only reason the system is set up like that is to delay people getting, like, literally hard cap. Yeah, it, it might be... I, I feel the exact same way about Kafris, by the way. I think the only reason they introduced Kafris to the game was to prevent people from getting hard cap. Basically. Right. And then the Camel GM went and did it anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what is he? I think he's... Isn't he, three, isn't he like 309, 409 or something? He's like some crazy it's insane. Character. Um. So he's the only one in his party that can handle Ash Force. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, right. He's the only person out there grinding Ash Force. <laughs> or sorry, not him. It's Pinoy. Sorry, it's not actually him. He doesn't play the game. <laughs> he does. He was streaming himself grinding Ash Force like the last few days. I think he's trying to get a Pendeb Reconnect because I don't know. Once you're full C twenty, what else do you get? Yeah. Right. That would More be crazy, though, man. Different kinds. He should fill up every single stable with uh, Doom Horses. That should be his next goal. <laughs> we have someone in our guild that's like that. She got a bunch of fucking T9 horses and sold them, and then she also one-tapped an Ogre Ring at, like, 125 stacks to pen. Really? Yeah. To oh, pen? Jesus. To pen, dude. To, to fucking pen. pen. Oh my god. I'm not gonna name names. She's a super cool person, but uh, goddamn. She RNG carried. 
Austin Lassiter says, I want what Frosty is smoking. Only Red Desert had two entries. Black Desert had one entry. Now Black Desert has two entries, and Red still has the same two. I actually have been seeing Black Desert get camped easier now with the new second entrance. That opening now gives Red Desert an easier way to fire inside the entry. I wish they would just clone the map like StarCraft 2 and make each side a mirror. They would instantly yeah. have two maps in the pool if they did this and eliminate spawn advantage. I mean, the other thing, too, is I just wish there was a... Uh, first of all, I ain't smoking nothing, all right? I my I was saying they both have two entrances. No, no, he's saying that before... He's saying that before... Uh, Red had two before. Right, right. He's saying it had two. But... I mean, I I think I was only saying last week that they both have to currently. Which I believe no, they... you were saying that they both had one, and then they added oh, an okay. entrance to both sides. Right. But the end, my end point was just they both have two entrances right now. So, but I think I I mean I hate the whole spawn camping thing anyway. Like, it doesn't seem that hard to make it not a thing. Like, just make put like a barrier or some I don't know. Like, there's got to be a way to yeah. like. Uh, I don't know. It's make the whole thing. You know what they You know what they could do? Just make the whole thing. Make the whole RBF bigger, like thirty percent bigger, and put a second tower, and you random spawn at one of the two towers on each side. So that way, there's no way to spawn camp both. They would need to do something like that because even if there was a barrier, as soon as you leave the barrier, you just yeah, you, you would still die. No, I thought about that right after I said it. I wish I hadn't said it. I want to go back in time and delete that thought. <laughs> that was a bad idea. But a second tower would be would be cool. Like if both black and red um, desert had two towers that spawn like not even close to each other, so you can like pop out of one and then just like go regroup with your friends, and they can eat. They can camp one or the other, but it's like really hard to camp both. I just don't get why they took out the spawn protection buff at the fucking knees. Like, they reduced it so much, by the time I actually get out into combat, I have like two seconds left on it. I'm like, dude, yeah. what the fuck? It used to be 30 seconds, now it's 12. It probably needs to be like 15 or 18. 15 to 20, like somewhere in that range. Because yeah. like, it takes so long to go down that fucking ramp, dude. Unless you're a goddamn iframer. You also really should... No, no, no. Even even on... I don't know what the hell, man. That little ramp is glitchy as shit. And lately, because of the little lip on top of the fucking entryway, like, sometimes I get stuck in a fall animation for, like, 30 seconds there. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's... it's like, it just... It's, it's so much wasted time on this buff that is not that long. Like, jeez. Yeah. Or you know, it, you know what they could do? I, I make it a know. make it a ten second buff that you get automatically the moment you touch the ground after falling. That would be perfect, actually. So you don't even have to talk to the NPC. You just fall when you touch the ground. Ten seconds oh, vulnerability be, yeah. or ten second DP because that's all it is. DP. It's not even involved. Yeah, I think I think I I don't know how hard this would be for them to do because you know they they have their issues over there, but. Maybe you just make it where if you're in your fucking spawn, if you're at full HP in your spawn, you like have PA or something, and then when you leave, you like lose it. You can't get it back for going back into it. And then like whenever you leave, there's like a three second linger or something. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty fair. Make things a lot easier. So that way, all the fucking little ninjas and like 
like evasion witches and shit that like to sit in the back of the spawn room and hit people as they're coming down. You literally just have PA as long as you don't leave that area. So th those people will be really easy to deal with now. Yeah. Okay. That's another like really cancerous fucking thing that happens. And give us the Thorn Tree Castle shit already. Or at least show us what it is. Yeah, right. Uh, Queso, Quaso, I don't know how to say your name. Uh, Rezlar, try playing a Trial Ranger. No. And check and see if you get one shot by Bloom or not. I'm not complaining, by the way. I love where Ranger current Ranger game is currently. I play it just fine. It's super difficult to pull off, yet so much more satisfying when you win. Also, I don't consider Succession Ranger as Rangers. Okay. Also, I mean, you're what, not what wrong about I'm people confused. being able to pull off crazy abilities. Ranger Awakening class has a high skill ceiling, but I think the balance is way off when comparing other classes. Take Ninja, for example. They can go full evasion, sacrifice AP. Yet even with way low AP, they can still one or two shot Rangers with Serpent. It's never an easy fight for Rangers. We can't damage evasion Ninjas, but it's fair for them to have both offense and defense. It probably scales differently for other classes. Same Mystic to catch them with endless CCs. Blood, what am I saying? Ranger's perfectly balanced. BDO is perfectly balanced. Jokes aside, it is an awesome feeling killing high pin geared people with way less gear based off being better at the game and skills alone. My problem is, and yes, my flaws as well, but being shotgun to death by a shotgun queen succession ranger break all my breaking all my SA rotation is kind of stupid and embarrassing. Sure, they lost all protection for pure damage skills, but it feels stupid losing to it. And yes, I changed up my strategy to fight it. It feels lame. Now, I do not... This is like... A, that we're going to go back to, I think, Frosty said last week. Why do people feel the need to always compare themselves to, like, the most oppressive shit? Yeah, it always, like, people it always can, goes people can People complain about their PvE and say, well, it's not as good as Succession Warrior. Like, yeah, because Succession Warrior is fucking insane. No one is saying it's okay for a ninja to slap on a green evasion offhand and still be able to one-combo like one combo people easily at fucking 230 AP. Yeah. Like everyone agrees that's like absolutely retarded. Like there's no way they should be able to do that. So it's just it's always like, well, this class is broken, so why isn't mine? I, I just oh well, god. It's always it's always the jump and uh case and that's a that's a pile on because your 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 general idea is valid. It's just some of the exam like I don't know, it's just I always find it funny with balance. It's like, well, my class isn't very good at PvP. Um, not nearly as good as other classes. Take, for example, the most busted class in the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, all right. Um, I also it's a don't hard com a hard comparison. I also I, I'm just like I I'm losing over time, and again, cases not just because of you specifically. It's just because of how often I hear it. I'm starting to lose sympathy for those who are dying to people with evasion offhands in one skill. I, I really do think that says way more about your gear than theirs. If you're dying to I, I one, I feel like most people who say one skill actually mean one combo. Maybe, but like I, I can assure you right now, if you take if you take a ninja with the exact same gear score that I have, and they put on an evasion offhand, they are going to literally do nothing to me. And then the same, like if if they're like. Um, lower the problem again that I've been saying this forever. I'm campaigning this super hard. Everyone has front loaded <laughs> so heavily on AP that it's so vastly disproportionate to the DP that everyone has. And I understand, I understand because PV or uh, AP affects both PVE and PVP way more. But 
it's to the point where you have to just accept that if you get to 281 AP or 285 AP and your next move is to spend 20 billion silver on AP, you're accepting the fact that you're going to continue dying to everyone else that's 290 AP in one or two skills. That's the choice you've made. End rant. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah, what I mean, they, I'm not even saying it's perfectly balanced, but I am telling you, you can mitigate being one shot by a green evasion offhand ninja. Yeah, and that's not to say that Ranger isn't squishy. Like it yeah, is, Ranger it's one squishy. of if, it's one of if not the squishiest class in the game. But yeah, I don't know. I I I. That matchup is hard as fuck too for rangers. Like that particular matchup is like a, a nightmare. Like if you're a ninja, you feel pretty damn good going against a, a ranger in both succession or awakening. Uh, Ismer G says, "Sub dudes love the podcast. Wish it was more than once a week, but am content. Keep it up, dudes." Thank you, man. I'm trying to come up with something. I've been throwing around ideas at Reslar and Nayashi to like put something out in the middle of the week or stream something that's like kind of interesting but different, not just a normal like grind stream. Like I'm gonna start streaming here soon, but mostly because I have nothing else to do, <laughs> so I'm finally gonna actually do it. I actually, I, I legit am gonna start streaming like this week, this weekend. I, I'm Dude. gonna try my best to get set up this today, um, or tomorrow. But what I want to do is uh. At some point It'll during be, the week, like halfway the between, will be Frosty versus the World on which class is OP. Well, yeah, I, I that was kind of the idea I had. I was thinking like maybe I could bring someone on that's super passionate about their class either being not strong enough or another class being too strong, and I could just argue with them for forty-five minutes to an hour, <laughs> like legit, and then just post that as just some some content to listen to. I I, I enjoy the debate very uh, much. The so. most triggering content for that that perspective class. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yep. But it'll be it'll be a fun uh fun ask. I think it'll be a fun. It it could be interesting. And it doesn't necessarily I mean, there's ninjas that think that uh they're not strong enough, you know. I'll take I'll bring a ninja on and we can talk about that. That'd be funny. Oh my god. I wanna see you and Yikes. Laven argue over who's more OP between ninjas and kunos. Ninjas and kunos? Dude, yeah, that would <laughs> I wouldn't that would be a good one, yeah. Um also, what uh, what people don't realize is that Frosty actually uh, made a deal with Satan, and he can't actually stream until he says, "I'm going to start streaming here soon, at least a thousand times." Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's why he just keeps saying it and never does it. Twitch.tv slash so Frosty. Go go He's follow. He's going to stream one of these days. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get a notification <laughs> real soon here. It's coming up. <laughs> Uh, Musasin says to clarify for Musa Succession, there's no cooldown for blue buff, but like Nash, he said they reduce the damage you do when you use a skill with blue buff. The way Shaky made up for that is he got Tet Black Star, so it kind of makes up for it. Basically, being geared helps. If you aren't geared, then any nerfs seem big. Yeah. And then Eduardo replied, So, Ranger? Zodiac Master says, Imagine going outside of your BDO house, gotta stay safe from the BDO coronavirus. Me and my dragon pet will stay safe. Me and my dragon pet? <laughs> Dude. I, I can't. Yeah. The, the whole virus thing has been so nuts, dude. In my lifetime, there's been nothing like this at all. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty nutty. It's crazy. It also brings to light how 
unrelenting fragile the economy is. Well, I was gonna say how unrelenting work is. <laughs> yeah. Like, like seriously, like you just you, you kind of start getting numb to it over years, but it's just like, dang, man. Like when I have like a week off because I can't go to work, it's just the weirdest it's feeling. Like, what is know? happening? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, dude, there's literally just every day you found something for me to do. God damn, I could have a break, yeah. you know? It's just, it's, it's such a weird thing. And it's like the whole world just constantly goes, just, you just work as much as you can and then you die. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. I don't know. It's an interesting way to like view the world now, like just with everything that's going on, kind of makes you think about stuff. Yeah. And real talk, real talk for just a second. Like, let's take one second to actually just get out of memes and BDL for a second. Uh, make sure you're staying safe and being responsible as as best you can. Like, this isn't a time for panic, but it is a time to uh, you know be cautious. So, you know, if you have the ability to try and stay safe, make sure that you're washing your hands and you know just staying clean generally. If you think you might have it, if you have symptoms like a fever, a dry cough, shortness of breath, if you have the symptoms, go get yourself tested immediately uh, and then go from there. Just take proper precaution, but don't fucking, don't be hoarding toilet paper like some fucking asshole. Jesus Christ, people. This isn't the time to be hoarding toilet paper. Yeah, also wipe with just one square. <laughs> like I said, you gotta be, you gotta be cautious, but not panic. Like, there's a very, like, big distinction. I think there's a lot of people on the extremes of, like, they're either completely freaked out and hoarding toilet paper and, like, disinfectant wipes because they think, like, this is the fucking end, man. The government released some shit that's going to kill everyone. And then you have people on the... I just saw a video the other day of these fucking retarded college kids, my fucking generation, on spring break, complaining about how everything is closed down. Like, <laughs> dude... <laughs> like stop please god <laughs> yeah so just be cautious and uh you know be safe out there i have a fun story this guy yesterday i went to the store and it, it was it's like a ghost town right and except right outside of the store where there's a line to get in because they only allow like 10 people in at a time um i walk in i go down the alcohol aisle and in front of me a guy is pushing a cart and he grabs like the the biggest bottle of Jameson, and he puts it in his cart. Oh he puts it in his cart. He starts walking forward. He pushes the cart. The Jameson slides right out and smashes onto the ground, and just shatters. Right, this huge bottle of Jameson right in front of me. And the guy he looks down at it, and then he looks back at me, and he goes, "What happened?" <laughs> And I look, I'm looking at him and I look at his cart and I was like, your cart doesn't have a back. Like there's literally no back. It, like, you know, the, the side of the cart, like it's facing like towards him had yeah. no like back cage. So he just put it in the cart, not realizing this. So when he pushed it, it just, just slid, slid out. right out and, <laughs> and he's like, Oh, no. Dude, it was, I was like, rough. oh no. And then literally the next thing he said is like, I hope that wasn't the last one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder man. if he, uh, I wonder if he had to pay for answer. that. Yeah, no, no. They Normally in grocery stores, if you break something by accident, they don't make you pay. Not in California yeah. here. We're socialists, you know. That's rough, Government's dude. got it. Usually CP, just... what about what about you? Your your college is online, right? Your uni? 
Yeah, my university got moved to uh, online. Do you have confirmed cases in your city? Yep. Rough. Well, Corona can't survive in the cold, dude. You're safe. Go outside. Touch hands. Touch yeah, hands. just hang out <laughs> with the people. Gather up. Cough dude, a couple times, you know. Dude, I heard someone say that about uh, in Texas. Someone said, like, no, oh, I... they can't get it in Texas because it, it can't survive in the hot climate. <laughs> I was like, you're an idiot. That's that's <laughs> misinterpreting what some people are hoping for. So what a lot of people are hoping for is that whenever summer hits and it gets really fucking hot, it'll uh, kill the virus because the flu doesn't really survive when it gets really hot. So people mm -hmm. are hoping, like, maybe this will be like the flu, and when it gets really fucking hot, then it'll it'll die off a little bit, but... We have no idea if that's actually going to happen or not, as far as I'm aware. And I've been paying pretty close attention to it, so. But yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, stay safe. Uh, don't let Corona-chan get you. And even if Corona-chan does get you, unless you are extremely old or have pre-existing conditions, your symptoms will probably only be mild. The important thing is to just self-quarantine so that you don't infect other people who will get very serious uh, symptoms and possibly end up dying. So just keep in mind that even if you aren't going to be heavily affected by it, you might infect other people that will be. So it's all about staying safe and keeping other people safe by proxy. Uh, Sebastian Lerma Lu Lopez. Lerma Lopez? Uh, the <laughs> best thing to listen to while you're grinding a video. Keep up the good work and greetings from Spain. Thank you. Spain, Spain. España. And that's all of them. That's it. That was the first comment. We didn't get a comment that said first this time. Hey! Which I think is a first. That's good. That's exciting. That's exciting. We're finally moving up in the world. Cool. Um, yeah, that's everything. So uh, like the podcast, upvote, share it, send it to your friends. Make sure you're listening through Spotify. Um, I believe we are putting the link for Spotify in the description. Rez, is that right? Wash your hands uh, before watching. If not, you we need will to give it to me. Okay, I'll send you a new yeah, link. Yeah. So that'll be in the description. Um, the YouTube, SoundCloud, feed burner, eventually on iTunes as well, if uh, Apple ever gets back to me. And then um, thank you, CP, so much for coming on the show, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, CP. Thanks for having me. It's been uh, pretty relaxing. I think I We're... think the uh, the biggest thing I learned today is that his name came from the fact that he was yeah. trying to get CP. He, yes. Well, uh, no, he's, <laughs> he's called CP because he's a big fan of energy. So that makes sense. Yep. Um, where can people find you in your stream or your YouTube or all of your stuff? Um, Twitch TV slash CPCPCP. I stream occasionally, usually Node Wars. Anytime, anytime I'm like PvPing, I'll usually stream it. It's most fun in BDO. Okay. YouTube? What's your YouTube? I know you do some highlight uh, videos from time to time. I think it's CPCPCP -C -C -P Piggy. You gonna do a <laughs> you gonna do a highlight video on Guardian? Hell no, dude. This shit's boring. Really, dude? <laughs> dude, I, I'm gonna send really? I'm gonna send you one after this. I saw a highlight video of Guardian that was fucking epic. Like it was actually really cool, and they did a really cool thing too because they were like. I think it was like six minutes long or five minutes long. In the first three minutes, it's only Awakened Guardian, and then the last three minutes, it's Succession. And like, it, it was actually really fucking well done. It looked cool as fuck. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, when you see it, you're gonna get hyped, dude. You're gonna get inspired, and you're gonna go to BSL and win it all, dude. Millions of dollars. 
Oh. Spurred to uh, AFK grind a bit more. Starkey gets buffed. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flavor of yeah, the month. CP. Right. All right. Well, that's it. Anything else, Rose? No, I think that's about it. Uh, make sure you guys uh, leave a comment. Let us know uh, what you think. Please, if you're typing out essays on whatever, please put a TLDR. Um, if we get like 50 comments again and a majority of them are essays, we might just end up having to do a TLDR for you and we might miss some of your points. So please include a TLDR if you're typing up a lot of information. In case we do end up having uh, a lot of comments. Make sure you join the Discord so you can get uh, updates on all the stuff that we do, updates on the podcast. And uh, if we figure out what kind of extra content we want to put out, then we'll probably be letting the Discord know first. And maybe even the Discord gets to participate in that kind of stuff. So make sure you join that as well. Make sure you check out CPCPCB again. He's going to be, uh, the links are going to be in the description. So go check him out on his Twitch and his YouTube. Check out Nayashi, twitch.tv slash Nayashi underscore NA. Follow Frosty. He's going to start streaming one of these days. Twitch.tv slash SoFrosty. And we will catch you guys next week. Peace. You're mine.